Hey, when does the show start? It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. All right, there it is, Wednesday, the first day of November 2023. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That is Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. Kyle on the other side of the glass. And your phone number, 916-909-0985. Also use that to get on the text machine. Get the podcast. You can stream us anytime, anyplace, anywhere. The Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, we'll release a new episode of the bs uncensored uh here after the program today where we have desmond child back on the grammy award-winning songwriter and producer that's written just about every song that you can imagine and the story like i'm very rarely am i blown away you were blown away yesterday. oh my god if (laughs) if if you want to know because he wrote Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. If you want to know who Tommy and Gina really are, then listen to today's podcast. Mine will be blown. Mine will be blown. Nikki didn't quite understand why my mind was blown so <laughs> so blownish, but mm-hmm. it, but uh, I explained to her. I, I think I, my my when you do podcast and you do radio, it just kind of bl- and then you have a real life. It all blends together. So I think I explained to you what, why I was so excited. Did. I did. Okay. And you got it, too. I right? got it. Yep. You got it. You understood. All right. More tickets to see uh, comedian Ian Bag. He'll actually join us here in about an hour. I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah. Ian. I really you, like Ian. You've, have you seen him before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's super. I mean, I haven't seen him live, but I've watched his I've watched his stuff online a lot. And his stuff pops up in my feed all the time. And like he was on last. I'm pretty sure he was on last. He was standing. Yeah. So that's, where, the, I, that's ba- where I found him. Back in the day day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back in the day he was. But, you know, I say this all the time. He's one of the best stand-ups on tour. Definitely one of the best, uh, if not the best, crowd-working stand-up comedians on tour. So he'll join us here in about an hour. We'll do uh, You Don't Know Jeff with Jeopardy Jeff. We'll get you tickets for Ian Bag. Actually, we got a couple opportunities for tickets to Ian Bag. Uh, when we talk to him, you can win them just by listening. And then we'll give away tickets so you can earn them when uh, you don't know Jeff. We've got Creed Three Doors tickets. I don't know if I'm giving them away. I mean, if you want them, something happens and there's a reason for me to give them to you, feel free before 10 o'clock to call me. I mean, that's fine. Uh, and I'll <laughs> give them to you. And then we've got the Big Fat Bribe continues here at 98 Rock, $500 in your pocket. We'll tell you what song that is that you need to be listening for here momentarily when we return. So how did everyone's Halloween go? Last night, did you have good trick-or-treaters, any issues, any problems? This was our first trick-or-treating, first Halloween in California. And Nikki didn't make it because her back is hurting her. I did not. She's all drugged up. Yeah, that's all right. You know what? It wasn't that bad. Like, it wasn't, it didn't suck. It wasn't boring. Uh It wasn't over the top, but it was pretty good. You know, the older you get, especially when you're a parent, and you see these little kids, especially the girls, and they're little. And when you're a, a girl dad like me, 
and you remember when your daughter, my daughter now 18, and she's walking outside with her camouflage pants and her half shirt and, you know, looking all whatever. <laughs> and you see these little girls that are six, seven years old in their Disney princess dresses. I mean, it makes you really, really effing sad. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, Rach and I just got looking at each other and going, you remember? I was like, yeah, I remember. <laughs> like, I never realized Halloween could be such a sad holiday. Uh, but, you know, Nikki, you missed out, uh, I guess, a little bit. It was it was pretty good. I mean, we had good crowds of kids. They came in waves, uh-huh. and it was done by 8 o'clock, and we were inside, and we were good to go. Wow, they stopped at 8 o'clock, like on the dot? Did everybody get together and come up with that time? Well, so what, what happened What, what happened was, um, so Rach was outside, and she had we, we bought this giant bucket of Reese's peanut butter cups from, like, Sam's Club. You're underselling mm-hmm. that. Like giant even isn't a good enough word. For you see it. the you see you the picture. It? Yeah, it was like a duffel bag of Reese's. Yeah, it wasn't a duffel. It bag. was gigantic. It's it, it's big. It was big. Okay, but it's I mean it's what you expect to get at Sam's. Club. Like he was okay. going over to Iraq. You shipping out. He's like that's all he brought was Reese's. <laughs> well, I mean it was, we had to get candy, right? Yeah, we did. You know, so we didn't we didn't know we couldn't gauge how sure. many trick or treaters were going to. You come. got the kind of neighborhood I would think would be flooded with kids. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Not gated, you know what I mean, but like a really nice neighborhood. Here's the story of my life: neighborhoods that I move into, we get the post good times with the kids. Aww. Like we always hear the stories of yeah, used to be flooded, now they're all grown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like story of my life. I miss that window of the neighborhood jumping, jumping, and having mm-hmm. kids to participate. Right, right. I mean, even with our kids. And when we moved into the neighborhood back in Atlanta, it was great neighborhood, and there were kids, but there weren't a lot of kids. But the store, like all of our neighbors, were like seventy. Uh-huh. They've been seventy for ten years, mm-hmm. you know. So they would tell story. Well, that's why I made that bridge because back in the day, we used to all go to each other's houses and party. <laughs> <laughs> like what happened? Well, we just got older, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I guess I moved in at the wrong time, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Same thing with this neighborhood. You know, our neighbors, uh, you know. We were all kind of hanging out and outside last night and, and chit-chatting and, and whatnot. And they, they would say, yeah, you know, 10 years ago, there's always tons of kids, here, tons of kids, here, tons of kids. But uh, as they get older, you know, they just it's just doesn't. So I guess what happens now is a neighboring neighborhood, they are the new kids growing up neighborhood. Uh-huh. And so they congregate early and they have a get together. They do hot dogs and all kinds of which is literally like a street over from us. Okay. But it's a different neighborhood. And they get together and they have these uh light sticks. They all have the same light sticks. Uh-huh. And they they go in a huge group. So it was like this giant That's wave. Cool. It was really cool. Yeah. Like a parade almost. It just like that. That's what uh-huh. I said. I was like this is like a Halloween parade. I thought it was so neat that they did that and that they, you know, I'm I'm a fan of neighborly love. I'm a fan of getting to know your neighbors. I'm a, fr- a, f- a fan of befriending your neighbors. Uh, why not, right? And so when you get together like that and you have that camaraderie and you're going, I just think that's cool. And these kids had the they had outfits. They said, Happy Halloween. They said, Thank you. They Some of them uh, got into character. There's a bunch of kids dressed. I mean, I'm not a Minecraft guy, but I guess there's a Minecraft character mm-hmm. that goes around. There Didn't see any Barbies. Really? Now that was shocking. Zero Barbies and zero uh, Kent. Yeah, none of that. I didn't see any of that, thank God. And so I saw the Minecrafts. I saw a lot of Disney princesses. Mm -hmm. Yep. And some of these kids were even dressed up as simple as like a pickle. 
Aww. <laughs> or a hot dog, which I was like, good for you. you right. know? And then there were these kids that came by and they were a little bit older and you're always kind of worried about the older kids. We, we did have one group of older kids, probably around 14-ish, mm-hmm. that were kind of dicks. You know, and I I don't know if they were trying to be funny or what, but I guess that when they went over to our neighbor's house and they supposedly said something and, and, and it just, we had to say, all right, man, we, you know, they were cursing and, you know, Rach got on them and started yelling at them and, and said, hey, look, we got little kids around here. Watch your mouth or get out. And then I was like, oh, man, if this kid says something, I got to go beat him with a scooter. <laughs> oh my God. You know, so that was the, go beat him. that was the only issue we had. Um, but, uh. The, the the kids that were, were 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 coming around they they were all very polite and and then there was one group of semi older kids and they had a little skit they were blind referees <laughs> so they you know it, it, and that's another thing I noticed a lot of these kids they're out their 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 costumes weren't like intricate they weren't uh-huh. they weren't over the top super detailed and and a, and a lot of them weren't even store bought they were kind of creatively made. That's I awesome. saw a lot of that on TikTok, like people posting their costumes that they made themselves. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm like wondering, did Spirit Halloween have like a down year? Because <laughs> like TikTok, I'm wondering if they, it destroyed these kids just going out by. So these kids had, you know, like Foot Locker referee jerseys. Mm-hmm. They put on black shorts, sneakers, no big deal. They put on sunglasses, dark shades. Uh-huh. They had a, a, a walking stick. Okay. And they were blind ref- and then they had flags. That's genius. <laughs> and they and they and they did this little skit in front of us where they just were throwing the flags like and they didn't know where they were fl- throwing oh them. Oh my god, that's <laughs> they're awesome. doing it. And I I was like, dude, take the whole thing. Take all the candy I have. Oh, it was funny. <laughs> Bro, you earned every piece of this. <laughs> I was like, that's how you do Halloween, my Absolutely. man. Absolutely. When was, you're older, too. Yeah, and that's what I said. Mm-hmm. I go, that's how you do Halloween, and especially as you get older, that's how you do Halloween. Absolutely. Yes. You know? I like that. That's cute. You know, Rach, there was a couple other of the older kids that came by, and they were in costume, and they were they were very nice, very polite, and enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, if you're going to be an older kid, just be cool, man. You know what I mean? We're going to let you probably pass through if you're respectful and polite, even if you're like, eh, you're kind of looking 15. And Rach turns to me, and she goes, told you that they're not all that bad because you know, of our conversation uh-huh. i was like oh that's nice what are you going as for halloween a bitch yeah she thought that was funny <laughs> but that's our sense of humor that's our sure. relationship people don't get it we call each other fat we call each other names and it's all out of love and it's mm-hmm. we don't fight it's just how it is nobody gets it Anyway, uh, $500. You want some? You want, you want some of this? You want some duckies? You want some of my money? You want some of my $500? We uh, got moolah. Is this supposed to be Brando? I don't know what that was. Oh. <laughs> I liked it, though. <laughs> it, was good. it was like, yeah, it was very mobster. It was like young Brando. I'm, I'm watching the uh, Got Gotti on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm in that. You, you want uh, you want the, this? You want the $500? That's good. Um, anyway. 98 Rock's Big Fat Bribe. That means I'm going to tell you what song you need to be listening for. That's going to happen numerous opportunities here today. One definitely with us before 10 a.m. But you need to know what song it is so you can be caller 18 so you can win the $500. So, with that being said, when we return, I'll tell you what song it is. Give us a minute. Hang on. Show me the money. money. All right. It's 98 Rock's Big Fat Bribe. Yeah, once again, we'll have more opportunities today and the rest of the week for you to win $500 for 98 Rock's Big Fat Bribe. It's very simple. 
You just continue to put up with us. You listen for a specific song. You be caller 18. You be you be caller 18 to 916-909-0985 and win the, Nikki? Duckies. 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 Is that you doing the noise or did you get a sound effect for No, nope, I've had that sound effect since the first day that you were marking out over uh, Quack Quack. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then you just didn't talk about them for like a two, three months or something. Like the first day we were on air, you're like, you got to check these guys out. They got a tie and they got a thing. And this is my favorite place on the planet. I'm like, you know what? I know this. I know this dude's going to talk about them again. <laughs> quack, quack. It's been on my little wall of uh, sound effects. Well, I just learned that it's quick, quack. I thought it was quack, quack. I know. You- <laughs> <laughs> I've been calling it quack, quack for months. <laughs> Anyway, the song that you'll be listening for is Queen's Fat Bottom Girls. Amen. They redid that song and called it Thick. I'm just kidding. They did not. I was going to say, you would have to believe it, wouldn't you? They, well, that would be today's term for Fat Bottom Girls, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's Which is weird. It's it's not an accepted song. That's why they didn't put it on their latest best of compilation. They do not perform it with Adam Lambert uh, because they don't feel it's politically correct, which Whatever. is so stupid. Uh, but that's like the thing now with girls. I mean, they even get the butt implants. Uh, to BDLs. be, yeah. I mean, they don't call. I don't think they call themselves fat bottom girls, but they they call themselves oh, thick. thick, as I'm being told. Mm-hmm. With two C's, right? yes. With two C, but mm-hmm. you got to do the thick, yes. Thick, nobody That's, does all that. Nobody hits the double C. No. <laughs> That's not what I heard. That's what I, my my wife and daughter are trying to teach me how to say it, and I'm going thick. Is there any chance they want you to look like an idiot though? Like. Could be really good chance, yeah. <laughs> strong chance. <laughs> like if if you were a betting man, I'd bet it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely bet it. Uh, so yes, Queen Fat Bottom Girls. When you hear that, be caller eighteen. Get yourself five hundred dollars. Best of luck to you. It'll happen the first time. It'll happen before ten a.m. You know, the other day, uh, you know, we had the TV. We got a bunch of TVs in the studio. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we have one television that's on news, and it's uh, usually on CNN or Fox. Or you know, I don't want to split the audience. Whatever. But it was on CNN the other day, and I noticed something that I've never, ever, ever seen in my entire life of America for a morning news broadcast on a, ma- especially a major network, uh, even on a local network. And I was, I don't know why I was so taken back. Well, I know why I was so taken back because I'd never seen it before. But I couldn't believe they, and I don't know. If, I'm assuming they told her to do this, but whoever the woman is that was on the news. And she's on there every morning. I don't mm-hmm. know the characters. She was holding a cup of coffee, not like a mug, but like a Starbucks yeah, cup. To-go yeah. cup. Yeah. A to-go cup with, I don't believe it had any branding on it. It did. It was Starbucks. It was a Starbucks cup. It was a Starbucks cup. It had the Starbucks logo on yes, it. Yes, it did. Okay, that to me was odd. Well, that makes even more sense to me now then, if it did have the Starbucks logo. Yeah, it had the logo on it. All she did was she had the cup holder that you when you put it in and it's hot, she had that over it. But uh-huh. you can see the Starbucks logo. Was she trying to hide it? I don't know. Maybe her coffee was just hot and she needed to hold it. Right. Well, but, I mean, if they're, well, not but, spending well, to- if they're not spending money, why why would you advertise them? Right. No idea. Yeah. So, so that's kind of weird. You know, it's like if you watch AGT or the, you know, well, American Idols kind of, mm-hmm. they... They made it a thing where their cups would be Dunkin' Donuts or Coca-Cola or right. something like that. 
so I, I just and this is why I, I, I didn't like it at all. No, you didn't. And and this is why and this is why I told Nelson this too when he started his stand up. If you have to hold something in your hand when you're doing something, it's a crutch. And it takes away from you doing your primary whatever that may be and stand up it would be telling jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, but comedians that hold things all the time in their hands that means that they're not confident about what they're doing. Well, that makes sense. And that goes for anybody. Radio, it drives me nuts. You know, you hear, like, for the for the radio DJ or personality or whatever they are, you hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a crutch. You know, if you see somebody with a pen uh-huh. or you hear them with a pen. and So do you think that about sports guys? Absolutely. Anybody. Like who? What's his name? Good-looking guy, Jesse, right? Jesse, no former idea. quarterback, and he's, Jesse Palmer. Jesse Palmer. Jesse Palmer's got this move where he—I've noticed other guys started doing it after him, but it's the way he holds his pen, and that's like how he points his hand. So he rests the pen on his thumb and middle finger, and then takes his pointer finger and lays it over. But he's always when he makes his point, he points his pen hand. Well, oh, okay. to, yeah. Pay attention now, mm-hmm. and when you see broadcasters that. Ha- Notice that when they try to wrap something up, you know, when they try to transition, that they're really uncomfortable. And when they're uncomfortable, they will go to the prop. Okay. I will watch that. You'll see that. You'll also see that with stand-up comics. When they lose it, they lose the crowd, they lose Mm -hmm. the joke, they'll take a drink or they'll focus on the cup Mm. or the glass. (laughs) When all the shows that Nelson does, and and it's something that drives me crazy, and I get that they're new and they're upcoming comics, but they all have books that they take. So they'll tell a joke, and then they'll stop and look in the book. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that one, I mean, I know this might sound hypocritical. That one they get a pass because they're working on material. And there's nothing, I mean, it's a training ground. So there's, like that I have no problem with because they got to know the joke. Right, they they're they're learning to memorize the joke. They're learning their routine. So they'll look. Do that at home. So yeah, but I mean, I'm sure they've got a million other things to do. Mm-hmm. So on top of all that, they're trying to do this career like I, that. I give a pass to you know, and, and I'm not trying to be overly critical, but like as far as the psych or sociology side of this, that's exactly what it is. That to me is not a crutch. That to me is a you know learning tool. That's something to keep you on track. But when you're already a comedian, you saying if you stop and take a drink, then that's a crutch. Yeah, we can. Ian Bag will be on. Uh, ask Ian. See if he agrees with me. I mean, he's a pro. I mean, he's, yeah, does he ever bring a notebook out, or when was the last time he did? Well, again, there's two different things. Mm-hmm. Is it a drink or a notebook? Sure. Ian does not have anything in his hand. I've never seen Ian, and that's one thing I'll always notice about a good comedian, is do they hold something in their hand? The great comedians don't. You don't see Chappelle. Well, that's not necessarily true. Well, Chappelle, Chappelle's smoking. He's smoking, mm-hmm. so that might be an insecurity. Believe it or not, even as big as Chappelle is, as an insecurity that he oh, has. Oh, I smoke. believe a guy like Chappelle's got insecurities. In For fact, sure. the bigger you are, I think the more insecurities you probably have. And I bet you, if you were to ask him, he'd he'd, he'd admit to it. He'd agree to it. I think he would be. He'd be honest enough. He knows himself well. I don't enough. think he would. You don't think so? Mm-mm. But Kevin Hart, you know, and now not ta- he. I've never seen him just hold a drink. Mm-hmm. He might. I don't know. He doesn't. I'm, I'm not saying take a drink. I'm saying hold the hold drink. It. Yeah. There's two different things. But for you to do news and have a coffee in your hand. So if I'm watching and I'm watching for news, I tell me all the bad things that are going on in the Middle East. Tell me everything. I liked it. Now I'm focusing on your cup of coffee. Because <laughs> it sticks out. Because it sticks out. Because it's odd. It's weird. And I don't even believe she had anything in it. 
I saw her when the when the, they were going to commercial and they walked off. She took the coffee and she drank out of the cup. You thought that she's doing it just for props, but I don't think so. I think she had coffee in the cup and she was drinking it. Well, the initial thought was maybe they they were doing a story where the prop tied in. And then it was, no, I think she's really holding that like that's her cup of coffee. Well, they were talking about candy, so I don't see how that tied in. And then they, then the next lower third was like Hamas. I'm like, right. I don't think they're doing a coffee story. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> this whole thing is over coffee. I don't think that's what they were doing. All right, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what ex-MLB player was arrested for murder and when you will be able to see Jupiter with no telescope. All right, two big stories from today, stuff you got to know about. You know? First round of headlines here in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Thanks so much to our friends at Good Guys Heating and Air. 530 Good Air. Check out their November promotions. Good Guys Heating Cooling.com. Nikki D. To find out your sister had your parents killed is horrific. H1. Two-year investigation advancing as 49-year-old Danny Serafini and 33-year-old Samantha Scott are behind bars in connection to the 2021 murder. This story is so hard to to even watch and, and look at and get all the details for, but I'm so engrossed in it because, and this happened uh, for, to a Taiho couple. Uh, they passed away after a home invasion. The father and mother were shot. The mother survived, but the father did not. Well, the sisters were battling each other in court for their parents' inheritance because they were millionaires. Well, one of the sisters accused the other sister, who just so happened to be married to Major League Baseball player Dan Serafini, of actually killing their parents. And the police found the evidence, and they have now been arrested. Well, him and another woman, not even the sister. What was the evidence? It doesn't say doesn't what say. exactly they found. Um, they got the gun that was used in the crime, but how they tied whatever they did to what the sister accused them of, I'm not sure. Yeah. Money will rip you apart no matter what, especially mm-hmm. when somebody passes, like in this situation with the two sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the you always wonder, like I watch a, a lot of these Dateline uncovered or uncensored and all these different things, and they that's all these stories mm-hmm. are. right? This one's one to happen here in the near future. And you wonder how the conversation starts. Because most of these people aren't those types of people. Nope. Like these types of stories, usually these aren't your born and bred murderers. Criminal, mm-hmm. career criminals. And career all that. criminals. No. no. It just kind of festers over time. Money plays a huge part in it, a huge mm-hmm. role. If like there might be nothing else that motivates them to, to commit the, the, the murder. But I guess in their head, they're just thinking, I'm going to get away with this. This but- is This is easy. I can do this. The part of these stories that I don't always understand or get at all is these are people that you love, though. Like, as as upset as I am with my parent at any time in my life, there's not been a thought that says, I want my mom and my dad murdered for money. Mm -hmm. Like, I've never thought that. And that's the part that's always hard about these stories for me to understand. It's almost like you can understand a like a, a murder out of passion. Or anger. Or anger. Yeah, right, yeah. emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, I, I say this all the time, every every single person, you include it, and you can say you don't listen to right now, but every single human being has got the fight or flight in them, the switch that will go off, the button that can be pushed, that will push you over the edge. Mm-hmm. Every single person has got it. You know, mm-hmm. our job on earth to play the game is to control that. Mm-hmm. And when you can't control it, you get put in headlines and Nikki D talks mm-hmm. about you. 
You know, so these people, that wasn't what this was. This was premeditated. Absolutely. This was, hey, let's off the parents to get the money. But then the mom survived, and that made this story even more sad. She survived, but she had to learn how to walk and talk and all those things again because she was shot in her head. And then she ended up just killing herself because she didn't like her new way of life. Yeah, it's horrible. It's a very, very sad situation. Couldn't imagine. And then you throw in the celebrity of the Major League Baseball yep. player, and you're like, yep. dude, did you not make any cash when you were playing the game? Well, he was struggling financially. And, and one of the sisters, the one who filed the report, said her dad did so much to help them, probably just because of who he was and name and notoriety. So the parents already went out of their way to help them, but that still wasn't enough. Yeah. Well, to support something else that you had said, Bailey, do they think that they're just going to get away with it? Uh, 51% of homicides are solved. That's it? 51%. Or is that good? No, that, that's I mean, that's, good. that's a, if I told you, you there was a casino bet you could make and it was 50-50 whether or not you're going to win, would you call that a good bet in the casino? Oh, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, I guess, well, maybe they Googled it before they did it. Oh, hopefully <laughs> they did not. I hope, just, no, I hope no bad guys <laughs> listening to this show right now. They're like, you said 51%, right. so wow, the odds are in my favor. Right. Oh. I did not know that. Uh-huh. I thought they'd be solved more. Uh, so did I. Solved. Mm-hmm. All right, second story. A lot is happening in the sky this month, H2. Yes, and we're taking a look at some cool video from a viewer in Fort Collins. So, wow, that is a meteor shooting across the sky this morning. There's going to be a trio of astronomical events that's going to take place in the month of November, okay? The first is, what is space? Yep, I did. The first is, you're going to be able to see Jupiter. What is space? Here's the best part about headlines is, you know, as the show continues to grow on you listening and you see the little kind of things that we do as individuals on this show, we notice, because I've noticed just recently, I think Nelson has as well, that when there are certain words, and Nikki's brain gets ahead of her mouth, or her mouth gets ahead of her brain, however you want to look at it, the word becomes really syllably, syllably broken down. Astronomical. What is space? Because if I do not pronounce these words correctly, I will not hear the end of it. So I have to slow down a minute, because I talk fast, and get this thing right. Astronomical. <laughs> you know what that? I didn't en- go that slow. <laughs> you know what that ends up being for you though is it's a catch twenty twenty. Whatever. You'll be able to spot Jupiter this month. It's gonna be out bright. You won't even need a telescope to see it. There's gonna have. There's gonna be a Le- Leonid's meteor shower, mm-hmm. and that's gonna bring about fifteen shooting stars per hour. That I can't wait to see. It's gonna be like uh, fireworks in the sky, but with nice. you know meteor showers. And then we'll have our last full moon of the autumn. Uh, of autumn that's going to happen also this month you so, want to you want to know will make you change your mind about watching comets and meteors and shooting stars what watch the movie from the 80s the last comet oh nope yeah you see nope. that mm-hmm. yeah just just yeah. go just just watch the opening but it just, still yeah, looks just, so nice up there just watch 10 minutes just yeah. watch the first 10 minutes and you'll stop watching you'll be things. good yeah you'll be like nope i'm okay no i want to see it i want to see what's happening let me find me find me a bathtub or find me a steel vault <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? An right. analog one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, comedian Ian Bag is going to be in town here in the next couple of weeks. We've got passes to give away. We'll give away a pair uh, here when we have Ian on next. So get ready if you want to go. I'll just take the uh, first person during the conversation at 916-909-0985. Be at the Punchline, Sacramento. 
courtesy of Live Nation. Ian is a great dude. Known him for a very, very... Actually, last night, technically, my wife was dressed as Ian Bag for Halloween. Oh, yeah? Because she had an Ian Bag t-shirt on with his little doggy on it. <laughs> he sells those at his show. They're very, very popular amongst the, the baggers. The baggers. I don't know if that's what he calls his people, but mm-hmm. I've just now termed them the baggers. So Ian Bag joins us, if all goes well, here in a minute. Hey. Welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Thanks for being here. There's Nikki D, Nelson, Colin on the other side of the glass. I don't know what it is. I've never experienced this before, but in this studio, sitting down, I'm fine with my headphones, but when I get up... With the headphones on? Yeah, it electrocutes me. It's weird. It shocks me. Like I <laughs> No, I get voltage in my earballs. That is a very, very true story. It's very, very scary. I never thought I'd go out that way. Got to stay in your seat. Radio personality dies. Electrocution in studio. What did he do? He stood up. <laughs> what the Sam hell? Uh, Ian Bag is one of the best comedians on tour right now. He's definitely the best crowd-working comedian on tour right now. There's no doubt about that. He's going to be at the Punchline here in Sacramento uh, one of the days, November 10th. Those are the tickets that we have uh, to give out. we got a couple opportunities for you uh, this morning I'll give away a pair now. We're going to get Ian on, but if you do want these tickets and you can make uh, the night, it's the 945 show, you can call 916-909-0985, and we'll get you the tickets. We have another pair in about an hour when we don't know, uh, play, you don't know Jeff. We we do, well, I don't think we know Jeff, actually. (laughs) Some days we know Jeff, not all the days we know Jeff. It is the wonderful traveling Mr. Ian Bag. What's up, buddy? buddy. Did you uh, did you see what my wife was dressed up as last night uh, for Halloween? Well, what was she dressed? I seen the shirt, but what was she dressed as? You. She had your shirt on. Oh, that was very nice. That was very nice. <laughs> she she comes into my studio and she goes, "Look, I'm Ian Bag." That's funny. I said she had a big gap. Yeah, I was going to take a, a big p- gap on her teeth. No, nah, she didn't have the gap. She just had the puppy dog. She had the puppy dog. Puppy dog on the thing. So how have you how have you been? Where are you going? What are you doing? Well, I've been very good, Jason. It's been a lovely month. I enjoyed October very, very much. <laughs> um, uh, I'm headed to Pittsburgh today, Oof. and then uh, and then uh, and then I'm going to come up and I'm going to go to Sacramento, California. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. It's you know what it is. It's when you feel like you're in showbiz. The Sacramento drags you back down and puts you in a mall next to a bed. A bed salesing place. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is that where the, the punchline is? Yeah, it's right next to a, a bed place. Yeah. <laughs> like a mattress firm? Uh, the mattress firm is open, I think, even longer than the punchline is. How, like, yeah, how, yeah. How, it's far, open late. how far of a drive is that? I mean, this is kind of a local show for you, right? I call it a home gig. It's like five hours, so I call it a home gig. You know, California is a big state, and I call a, I call a five-hour drive a home gig. <laughs> a home gig. Uh, I, I know that me and the family, uh, we're going to be down in your neck of the woods next year. My daughter's got a cheerleading thing, so we'll just, uh, if you don't oh mind, stay, stay at your house. <laughs> yeah, come on over. Come on over. Just, just come, come stay with us. But I, I, knew, I knew you guys wouldn't mind. That's very sweet no. of you. So uh, I have no problem with it. How, as how, long as you're uh, as long as you're all dressed like me, I don't mind. Yeah, we're going to wear your t-shirts. <laughs> that's right. By the way, when you go see Ian at the Punchline Sacramento November 10th or one of the days that he's there, you got to buy a shirt because you can't be uh by the way, I've named your fan base. We're either the Baggers or the Bag Boys, one of the two, you pick. And you got to wear the you, you got to wear the shirts. You got to wear the shirts cuz uh, it's got the puppy dog on. Mm-hmm. And we like I like 
I like the baggers. The baggers are, are nice. The, the uh, uh, baggerinskis. I like the baggerinskis. Mm, the bagaholics, you know. The, uh, bagaholics. You can always yeah. put an, a holic after it. So help us yeah. out. Help you us need, out. You need thirty days. You need thirty days off after me. <laughs> <laughs> you get a coin after every show. <laughs> yep. uh, so help us out with this. So uh, my producer Nelson has started his his career in stand up, mm. and we were having we, we were having a conversation right. earlier. Where I saw this uh, this this newswoman uh, on on the television yesterday, and she was holding a cup of coffee, <clears throat> which I'd never seen before. It's very very odd. I thought it was a little bit unprofessional, <clears throat> and I made the comment, <clears throat> God, excuse me, I made the comment that anytime you see a entertainer, whether you're a broadcaster, a comedian, or what have you, especially in radio, you hear the pen a lot in the background or the papers. It's a crutch. You, I've never seen hold a drink in your hand outside of taking a drink, but not hold it. Would you agree with that in the stand-up world? If you have to hold something in your hand, it is a crutch. I think it's. Uh, I think it's an addiction. Um, yeah. No. I, 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 yeah. Absolutely. It's. A, I guess so. It's or or is it more like a teddy bear? Like uh, you know, what I mean, like it makes you feel safe. Something makes you feel safe. Rather, is that a still crutch? I don't know. I'm so confused. A cup of yeah. coffee while telling you the news. Yeah. It sounds like she's getting. It sounds like she's getting the information from her dad. <laughs> like you know, what I mean, she's having. A, she's having. A, she's having a cup of coffee with her dad, and then she's repeating it to you. My dad says. My dad says. <laughs> my was, dad. Says. It was just kind of odd, right? Like she's sitting here and was like, "Let's talk about Hamas," and she's got this cup of coffee and she takes a sip. And I was like, that's just weird. And that's what I told Nelson, you know, when he start, did you know, some of his first gigs in like open mic. And, he, you know, his pictures, I was like, Dr- lose the drink in your hand because if you continue to have the drink, it's going to be a crutch. And it'll, you know, it might come from. Put a blanket. Put a blanket in your hand. Be yeah. like Linus. Get a blanket. That would that would fit as uh, my yeah. baby man persona. Yeah, know? baby man. That's his, that's his uh, comedy name, yeah. baby man. Yeah. Uh, baby man. So wait, 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 you just get a lot of girls pregnant. What, what's the deal? <laughs> no, I'm just a ma- I'm a giant man child. He's a big boy. Oh, that's completely different than what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, no. Maybe maybe she just be up there in a diaper. Maybe that's. Uh-huh. Oh God. Well, that's what I told her. That's what I said. And you, Jesus. And, and you work and you work once a year on New Year's Eve. Oh great. Because <laughs> I've heard I've heard traditionally those are really relished gigs by comics. The New Year's Eve gig. Why's that? They pay. They pay very well. It's because everybody's trashed and nobody's paying. It's just the rowdiest crowds. Like a guy like Ian Bag. Yeah, he can stand up to a crowd like that. Listen, don't get it twisted. My professional career, I made ten dollars out of a tip share jar one time. I'm still very much doing open mics. Well, Ian, how much did you make? Why are you mad at me about it? I'm not <laughs> mad at you. I'm mad at. <laughs> Why does he sound angry? I'm, I'm yelling. I'm yelling at him. Sorry. He's yelling at everybody. So how much did you? How much did you I make? I, I don't know. I don't know if you're the, the baby comic. You're, you're the melt. <laughs> Meltdown, man. Listen, that's actually I'm probably. Only ten bucks. How much I did you? My mom and dad. How much did you make your first gig, Ian? Your first paid gig. How much did you make? My first paid gig. Oh my goodness! I think like, oh man, I, I don't know. Probably like twenty bucks. I think. I think. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's, and just to let you know, those don't go away. It's, you still up until last year, the improv when you do sets at the improv on Melrose, you were getting paid like fourteen bucks when you were doing those sets. So yeah, don't don't be disappointed about making ten bucks, boy. Boy, you you are in show business. <laughs> <laughs> no business like show business. I just didn't want you to think that yeah. I had it twisted that I was any kind of professional. It's more the point I'm making. So, well, we, buddy, you're a comic. I know you're twisted. <laughs> 
You didn't fool any of us, Nelson. We knew. I know. I know. I know you're insane. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the comedy store doesn't pay. Like I saw that documentary. No, the comedy store, right. Comedy store pays pretty good, actually. The comedy store. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it pays pretty good. One of the rooms pays really, really well. One of the rooms is, doesn't pay as well, and then another room doesn't pay. But even if you know, like the dot, you know, the documentary on Showtime with everybody's lining up, you know, and you're not getting paid anything, right? If you get that that winning lottery ticket to perform, right? If you're, a, a, uh, oh a, yeah, if you're yeah, for one of those, yeah, you're doing that for free. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a baby. You're a baby man. <laughs> you're, you're gonna have you're gonna have a lot of fun with baby man Ian, when we come and see you November tenth. Right. You're, you're, you're a baby man. You don't have a social security number, so you can't get paid yet. You're, right. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna like that. Uh, so if those that follow Ian, and if you, if you don't, you should at Ian bag on Instagram and uh, subscribe to his YouTube channel at Ian bag on YouTube. Uh, you make it a point to call out the, um, the trolls. Uh, I, I, I was kind of surprised because you're, you're such a nice guy and your comedy is not offensive by no stretch of the amount. At least I don't think it is. Uh, so who, who trolls you? Well, um, uh, mostly fundamental Christians. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Some people just, just I, I don't know. They just decide to give their two bits, and I'd like to say stupid things, and that 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 offends them even more. Like it, it's funny they 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 watch my comedy and they uh, see that I say stupid stuff, and then they say things to me, which usually you know when they're they're trolling are mean uh, or they're judging what I do. And then I say something stupid back to them and, and then they think I'm being serious. I'm just like, no, you've seen what I do right. and you still don't get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's always silly. I, 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 but I enjoy, I enjoy responding to the people that have fun, but at the same time, I just don't think you should be able to get away with things. And I say, I, I think you should, you should be, you know, when you go online, you should be able to just scroll on if you don't enjoy something and i hate when they say i won't watch this i'm like you just did we know you just did if you hated it right and, and it's even worse when they pay to come see you perform it's not like you're being shoved down their throats we were talking about that with Chappelle the other day you know you might not agree with the comments that he made you know but that's you know like i look at Chappelle as like kind of the present day george carlin right you know he's very right. politically driven he's got his opinion you might not agree with it but he finds a way to make somewhere in there a joke somehow. And he, he's well, just, yeah. The, the thing, the thing, the thing about it is you got to be able to laugh at yourself. The people that get offended, they laugh at everything until it involves them. And then they're offended. So it's a, it's fine for everybody else to be teased, but not yourself. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, and, and that's, that's where the problem is. If you have a sense of humor, you're able to laugh at yourself. That's that's the thing. And if you're not able to laugh at yourself, you don't have a sense of humor. Because if you can't see how silly everything is, everything means you too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you go to a comedy show, don't take everything so serious. And 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 when we go to do when we do comedy, we're not running for office to change the world. <laughs> we're just we're just there to make you laugh. We're there to make you escape. And part of that escape is talking about something you never thought you'd laugh at. Mm-hmm. So, so just, just enjoy it. Just, just see the, uh, see the joke. Don't see the, see the, the, um, um, not opinion, but the, but what, what the, the subject, don't see the subject, see the joke about the subject. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 
I have a, I have a joke that I don't I, I about and I can't probably say it on the air, so I won't say it. But it's about uh, as a child meeting somebody that takes advantage of me, uh-huh. and people people uh, boo it, and I go, "Why are you booing the victim?" Like, like, I just told a joke about me, but you're and you're booing me. Like, I'm the victim. Don't you get it? That's funny. That's real funny. I, I I was people just hear certain words, and and I I guess they're called trigger words or whatever. But, but, but the thing is about making the people that you're never going to get 100% of the people, You're, you're aiming for a high, high percentage. And you want those people to have fun. So when people come see my show, I want I want to help them escape. I want to get the world's the world's a mess. I want to escape. I escape talking to you, and I hope you escape by me talking to you. Right. So that that's that's what it is. It's like none of us none of us when we go on stage have a theory that we want to make somebody mad. We want to make some. We we want to make people happy. I think I've so I think I've simplified the right baby. I, I, I agree. That's, that's right, right. Baby. hey Mendy, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a I'm a bag boy. I'm a bagger. Uh, right, right, right. So uh, I think I simplified what the problem is because I of course run into the same issues, and it, you know I was talking with someone about this the other day, and it's not just a generation, but yes, we can point the finger at the younger generation, <laughs> but the people that do the trolling that have the big mouths in a small community, those types of people. It's two things. It's jealousy and need for attention. And it's like when you're a kid, when you find out that all you have to do is throw a temper tantrum or lie, then you get attention. So that kind of mentality has morphed into you know, a community of people. And they're like, all I have to do is complain. All I have to do is go to social media. All I have to do is hashtag. Look at all this attention I'm getting. It's not mm-hmm. we're not the problem. They're the problem. They need help. They need they need they need better lives and they need friends. That's what they need. Well, it's, it's it's everybody wants to be everybody. We we're in this. And I hate being serious at all because I don't be serious very well. I'm kind of an idiot. But we 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 have to realize that you know life life is you've got to be happy with where you are. If you're not happy with where you are, you'll be jealous of everybody else. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. So 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 it doesn't matter what you do. Be enjoy and be the best of what you are, mm-hmm. not uh, be the worst of what somebody else is. You, you know what I mean? Be what you are. You even got. I don't know, I don't know what I'm talking about. You, you know, you got radio applause. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, that's I, like. I, I, was, I was just like, wow. There's a bunch of people in this studio. That's there might be trouble. <laughs> they don't just give that stuff out. <laughs> might be trouble. All right, look. Uh, let you go. Get on your flight. Enjoy Pittsburgh. And we'll see you in a couple <laughs> but, weeks. But, 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 yeah. I want. I want. I want people to know if they come to the show, we're just going to have fun. And there's going to be one person that leaves, and there's going to be one person that's upset. But it's going to be 98 percent of you are just going to have fun, and I just can't. I can't wait to just be stupid. And that that hour is my biggest hour of the day, which I live for. So just to let you know. I can't wait. I'm going to go home and cry now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will find that person that leaves, and I'll bring them back in personally. And oh God! Usually them, they have diarrhea. Make, make <laughs> them sit next to baby man. Oh God! What right. if I have the diarrhea? At, at Ian Bag on Instagram and YouTube, dude. Get your flight. Uh, I'll talk to you soon, and see you in a couple weeks. Okay. I love you all. All right, love you too. Bye bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Uh, IanBag.com, uh, his website. We do have uh, two pair of tickets to give away. Mm-hmm. Yes. We'll have a pair to give away here at 8 o'clock with You Don't Know Jeff. And I have a pair right now if you want to go. Uh, I mean, literally, just call up and say, what up? 
I think he already they already did. Oh, they did. did we already yeah. Got oh, you did. Oh. Oh, you oh, got he says gone. Oh, sorry. Well, I didn't even see that. <laughs> You're so quick. He's shaking his head at me. <laughs> I was concentrating on the conversation. I didn't even know what happened. Yeah, I didn't. It happened. See, you didn't know either. I did not. He's a ninja prize getter. He is. I had no idea. I wet myself right. for not paying attention. Well, then do not call right now for tickets because nope. they've already been given already away. Already been given away. They gone. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> new information. They gone. <laughs> Mommy, they gone. They gone. Hey, remember the tickets you got for me in bag? <laughs> they gone. They gone. Matthew Perry, more information on. And this is, you know, with all things considered, this is actually good news, you know, with the update on Matthew Perry and what they found so far. So mm-hmm. we'll get you that here in a minute. Hey. Keep listening for that $500. Uh, we have yet to play Queens Fat Bottom Girls yet this morning, but when you hear it, be caller 18 and you will win all the duckies in the world. Yay. I don't think you're going to hear much from Nikki D this morning. She's in a lot of pain, but she's struggling. I mean, she's powering through the show. I mean, that's a true broadcaster right there. I, I mean, I'm you. here. You hear me. What do you mean? You're not going to hear much from me. You I'm, heard me. See, I'm paying her a compliment. That's what I'm trying to do. She, see, this doesn't sound like a compliment. It, Nelson, is that a compliment? Uh, you, he's complimenting your toughness, yes. But yeah. I can also see how she would think that you're saying that she's being too quiet. Well, no, that's, I'm explaining to the audience because if, I mean, look, yesterday, not only was it Halloween, it's truth be told, I went out and every single, what was yesterday? Every Tuesday, I go mm-hmm. out and I take a survey of Sacramento. Oh, God. And I talk to thousands of people and I ask them. You know, who is your favorite member of the BS? Mm-hmm. The Bailey Show on 98 Rock Sacramento. I said, my name's J- I don't even tell my name, you know, because I want it to be fair. Mm-hmm. And I, I wear a disguise. Mm-hmm. I, put a, I put a disguise on. And, um, you know, of course, most of Sacramento has no idea who we are. You know, <laughs> but those that do, the diehard two peers, mm-hmm. the number one reason why they listen to this program is for Nikki D. That is completely not true. And so I've got the facts. I've got the statistics to the analytics. And I want to see your analytics. I can't. They are top secret. Where did you get that from? And so I need to, my job as the host of this pro- uh, program is to make sure the audience knows why you might be a little quiet today and you have every right to because you're in a lot of pain. You, you gotta, I am in a lot of pain, but I'm here and I'm still working. See, I know. And that's my point is you are a tough cookie. <laughs> that, that's what I'm trying to tell people. And then. You know, you try to pay somebody. This is the problem with doing radio sometimes mm-hmm. is I, I vowed to not talk to anybody. Right. And it's very, very tough. Yeah. <laughs> for four you hours. Can't do right. It. I tried yesterday. I did a demo tape and I just went. And the consultant said it's horrible radio. Speaking in Morse code. <laughs> right. <laughs> they said it was absolutely horrible. Stop doing it. I was paying you a compliment. Nonetheless, I was paying you a compliment. Just like if any of us were sick, I'd have to explain why we might, might be a little bit off. But, you, okay. I mean, like, you, the pain that you're going through with your back, that's real. I mean, that, that ain't no joke, dude. I've been there, done that. And I, most people have. I mean, like, dude, for you to – I know I've worked with a lot of people that would have taken a month off. I, I for know. Lesser, I have to. For lesser issues. I have to. You know, oh, I got a headache. Oh, <coughs> there's an ant outside. It died. <laughs> Somebody said something mean. I was bullied. I gotta take off work. You know all those things. All right. So I'm a, I'm a, I am truthfully paying you a compliment. Matthew Perry, uh, the after effects of his passing this past weekend at the age of 54. Uh, the good news is he was te- uh, his body tested negative for fentanyl and meth. I didn't know that was even a concern. You know, I I didn't think Matthew Perry was a fentanyl meth guy. I could see why they would test for fentanyl. That, because it's been laced inside of other things that people do take. But also, he like his problem was opiates and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And that's what fentanyl is. It's like a super opiate. 
But don't you you don't I'll drink for being stupid here, yeah. but you you don't take fent like you don't say hey let's go get high on fentanyl, dude. No, you're what's ending up happening and the why people are having accidental overdoses is that drug dealers are mixing fentanyl into their product to try and make like take a little bit of nothing and turn it into a pile of heroin. Okay, so the concern would have been mm-hmm. if he, because from what I understand, dope. he he was good, he was clean. I, I, that's what I thought. I had heard that he was clean. He and said still, he was clean. And that's we've what got everybody around him said too. And mm-hmm. we've got no, uh, f- like Matthew Perry. It's weird after his death, it, and, and this usually happens with people. But when you you know, like Matthew Perry is in my book is not an A list actor, right? He's not Brad Pitt. He's not Tom Cruise. He's not like that. And that's just career-wise. I'm not talking about person-wise. But the attention that this has gotten so far afterwards and the, the the tributes that pour in make you think, like, we missed the gold that was Matthew Perry. Yeah. We missed, you know, and he made us miss it because of his demons that he had. Mm-hmm. He could have probably done a lot more and bigger things. Yes. But because of his lifestyle, he did not. But like you, 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 you see some of the the tributes, and you go back and you think, or you watch Friends or Fools Rush In, which he at one time had said that was his favorite role that he had ever taken. Really? Yeah, the role in that uh, the really good underrated you know rom com Fools Rush In. It, like he he was a brilliant actor. He really was a brilliant actor. He was able to take any line, and in this weird condescending way make it funny mm-hmm. you know he was like paul rudd meets michael j fox i did not watch friends I but i feel that. like i should have now i want to like go back and watch some episodes but don't want you feel a little guilty if you do i don't i won't feel guilty i feel like i'm <laughs> educating myself that's how i feel okay that's fair you can yeah. justify with that but yeah. i would you, there, i'm telling you there, like by like the fourth episode, you're gonna start feeling a little guilty <laughs> that I didn't watch it before. <laughs> yeah, like you didn't watch it before. <laughs> I've done that a few times with some of the like entertainers that have passed away that I had never heard of until they came out, and everybody's doing what they're doing now with Matthew Perry and the tributes, and these people are great. So then I go back and research after, and in one or two cases, I did feel a little guilty. Like, gosh, why was I so off the bandwagon? And the the theme uh, from Friends, uh, the replacements did that, right? Yes. Yeah. It's skyrocketed on, like, Spotify. Oh, yeah, they're definitely making some money to download this, though. On the streaming services. you got to feel a little bit guilty, right? Isn't it? It's guilt meets tribute. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a weird gray area. Like, why weren't you? That's why I hate when people get awards after they die. Yeah, Yeah. you give them their flowers while they're here, and they can see them and smell them. Right, correct. Yeah. You know, Rach has a, you know, that she lives, no pun, but she lives and dies by that. Uh She does not send flowers. Because she feels that it just adds, and she's gone through a lot of things, you know, death and so on and so forth. She's had some tough times in her life. And she remembers one of those instances, probably the biggest instance, when um, our daughter's father, her daughter, I'm stepdad, but, our, you know, our daughter's father passed. Mm-hmm. And people were sending flowers. And right. she was like, the flowers are going to die. They died. And it just makes you even more sad. Aww. So she doesn't send, which makes a lot of sense, right? It does. You don't Good send, point. don't send flowers. Why would you send flowers that are going to die to somebody that's mourning somebody that just died? I so what do you send? An edible arrangement. A fern? Edible. An edible arrangement because most of the time when people are grieving, they're not eating. Yeah. So you send them an edible arrangement. They're not going to eat all of it, but they may at least pick a piece of fruit off of there and eat it. 
Or, and they may not have eaten all day. Or those uh, websites, our friend Lindsay and Patrick. Uh, oh, yeah, where they'll have food delivered to them. Yeah, there's a, there's a website, there's a service, absolutely brilliant, mm-hmm. where if you want to help somebody out, you can sign up for, for meals mm-hmm. and buy meals so they don't have to worry about cooking for the next week to it. I think Lindsay and Patrick are like, still have food for months. Yeah. Because people were really like, hey, let us help you out. Well, and traditionally you would send a casserole, right? Yeah, if you right. were, were where mm-hmm. they are, you'd go take some food over their house. Mm-hmm. The last picture of Matthew Perry, uh, or the last time he was spotted out in public, I should say. I think the last picture was one he posted. Yeah, when in he was his hot tub. In said hot tub, yeah. He was spotted out 24 hours before his death with a mysterious, it's only mysterious because nobody knows who she is, sure. but it was just beautiful brunette. They were having some food, mm-hmm. and sources say that you know he was so into the conversation that he wasn't even eating or drinking. He was just listening to this woman. And, you, you, you know, I, I saw the picture. It looked like I was having a good time and looked fine and all that good stuff. And you go, it makes you think, like, what's if something, God forbid, were to happen to you today, what's the last picture people would see? What's the last thing people close to you would remember? What's the last big thing that you ever did that people would remember? You know, what's the worst thing that you did before you went that you weren't able to fix that people would remember? You know, there's like a laundry. Yeah, I was about to say, that's a long list of stuff. It's, like, it, it's, it's a lot. Like, best thing, what's the worst I, thing? I'm not good with closure, like goodbyes and, mm-hmm. and things ending, uh, like breakups and stuff like that, because in my head, I automatically go, okay, and this is my OCD and rational Bailey coming out. Okay, all that time I spent is wasted. What was mm-hmm. the point? I built something and now it's broke. The second thing I think is, okay, so this is the last time that – that's going to happen. I remember the last time we did this. That will never happen. I'm not good with last. I see that. Yeah. So if you think about it in that way, if you were to pass, last this, last this, last that, would you be okay with it? As social media, pretty much your digital footprint, right? My yeah. la- my last picture would be me holding a giant box of Reese's from Halloween last night. I could, de- I could live with that. Yeah. Let me see what That'd my last right. picture is. I don't even know. You know, but for those that take the social media just to book or post angry things if something were to happen god forbid like in some people's cases nelson when you vague book where you get that from and you're and you go out people are gonna be like what did they mean mm-hmm. what does that mean always leave them wondering god, yeah that's good what was that last post he said if the dark is dark and the light is light <laughs> why am i so blind it's <laughs> actually really good Write that down. And he posted a picture, and it looked like, I mean, I really believe someone else was taking it, but maybe he was taking it. And then it was a black and white filter, so it's really deep. <laughs> but he put hashtag no filter. Yeah, if you see a black and white photo of mine, that's a little secret of mine. That's my favorite thing to do on the internet. I don't know why. It makes me laugh every time, but I post it in black and white, hashtag no filter, and I promise you there will be one person that comments on the photo. Really? No filter? I don't think you understand what that means. God, their last picture. What? They're not in a gang. Why are they doing gang signs? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just her shaking her own hand. Oh, no. I'm not talking about either one of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. All right. Second round of uh, headlines, Miss Nikki D. I'm going to tell you where another series of stabbings took place locally and what new team Congress is setting up. What? You're just stupid. Why am I stupid? I just I just know you. Well, what I, I know what you're vague booking while you're making up vague booking. 
What are you talking about? I don't know. Explain Just... yourself, no filter. You when you're talking about gang signs. Oh, you know? yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're stupid. Okay, vague oh. book. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that <laughs> my point is it's not about the actual act. It's about what people would think you're doing if that's the last picture. Like, let's just say somebody's last picture is, like, why do they look so serious and they're, like, they're resting their head on their thumb and their head's cocked to the side? See, I didn't even get it. And, like, right they're now. looking off in the distance. You're going, what are they thinking of? And did, and did they know... Like something was going to, like, did they have a premonition? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Is you just have to be careful what you post because you don't want your loved ones to th- think no filter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to have the no filter syndrome. What does it syndrome. mean? What does it mean? What is he thinking? Why is he doing these things? Who's the mysterious brunette? <laughs> <laughs> all right, second round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. Second round of headlines. Thanks so much. Good guys, heating and air. Please see their November promotions. Good guys, heating, cooling.com. Nikki. Another monster is off the streets after stabbing three people. H3. Breaking news out of Amador County where an arrest has been made in a deadly stabbing spree. One of the victims, a PG&E worker on the job. We had the stabbing uh, spree go on back with the guy from Davis a couple months ago here, and now we've had another stabbing spree locally in Amador County, which is like an hour from SAC if you're not familiar. And this guy, they're saying he was homeless. He had just been released from state prison, and he was on parole. They're saying he had some mental health issues, and he stabbed three people, one of them being a 63-year-old woman who has passed from her injuries, and he's being now charged with this. When you have somebody like that, I think there should be a question on the exit interview of the what could possibly go wrong. <laughs> like, you know, and, and I have like five people with half a brain sit around and go, "All right, so this guy's got a mental illness. It, what else? He's homeless. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's a bunch of different, pro, a bunch of red flags. Okay, a bunch of red flags. So you sit there in the meeting and go, "What could possibly go wrong? Right? right? And, <laughs> and and if the majority comes back, well, he could go on a spree and start stabbing people hmm. randomly." We might want to keep him overnight. Yeah, just one. We yeah. might want to keep him. Stay, we might want to keep him in house. Yeah, he was in fourteen years. He was in prison for fourteen years. He was released and then sent to a mental institution where they recently released him from that. And they had several people that live in the community that had been calling the police over the past month or so because he was out in parks being irrational. But the police, because they did a, a press conference, I think yesterday afternoon, and the police were saying they couldn't arrest him when the people were calling because. He did not commit a crime. That's crazy. And, and that's correct. But it's like, why do you have to wait for them to commit a crime um, when you know that they have issues and they're going towards doing that? The leniency for people is astounding. Just absolutely mind-blowing. I was reading an article the other day how uh, the state just released uh, for like the second time this pedophile, this predator. And and like he's, he's, he's I think he's out. And like he lives like here, like right around the corner. And and they're trying to put him back in jail, but because of all these loopholes and this and this and that, I'm like, you don't you don't get a second chance for right. some of like, these crimes. You like, should like if you if you don't if you don't want that not to have the opportunity to have a mm-hmm. second chance, 
don't do it in the first place. And especially when mental illness is tied into his and his crimes that he were, is, was in prison for 14 years ago was the same thing. Him murdering people, harming people like he's a danger to society. Either you lock him up and leave him in the mental institute or he stays in prison. But to just let him keep coming out is crazy. I'm telling you, that's going to be the next turn with this mental illness and mental health stuff. I think Nelson sent me an article the other day that there is something when I brought up, I said, you know, it's one thing when somebody has it is getting treatment and needs it and is looking to move forward in a positive way. Right. Then there are some people that just can't get there. So mm-hmm. you have to keep them separate. Right. I'm not yep. saying you lock them up and throw away the key, but you keep them separate. So in the workplace, if people have some kind of issues and obviously not everybody knows because it's well kind of our business, but none of our business. And then you go, what can possibly go wrong? And you see stuff like this or you see shootings. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the next stage in this is going, okay, where do we draw the line of when are other people in danger because of the struggles this person is going through without victim shaming? Right. You know, it's good. It's good. That's going to be a tough it's one. A fine line that's to walk, a tough one. Yeah. That's going to be a tough conversation. Uh, and, the, and whatever comes out, there's going to be a lot of people happy and a lot of people unhappy. You know, all right. Second story. Soon everyone will have their own UFO committees, H4. And apparently there's been an increase in the number of reported UAP sightings. What's fascinating to me is that the testimony often comes from pilots Mm -hmm. and folks in the military. Congress was recently given a classified briefing on UFOs, but some of the representatives felt that they did not learn enough. And so they're thinking about forming their own UFO committee so they can get down to the bottom of the things that people are citing and saying. But we either interviewed somebody recently or we did a story where somebody we had on the podcast on this uncensored podcast. And who did he tell us? No, we had it on the radio show. Who did he tell us had a UFO committee? Was it did he say the military already had one or somebody like that? I don't know. And we were like, wow. Like, I, don't, I don't even remember the guy, but I know we had a guy. Like, he was mm-hmm. a big deal guy. Yep, and he knew all the ins and outs. So there's somebody who already has one, and I remember us being shocked by that. Now Congress is saying they're going to get their own UFO committee, but I'm like, aren't you kind of already in the loop? They're saying they're not. God, who was that guy? I, can only I can't remember. Phone. Got him from our... You can't do that again. What? You dis- I thought you disappeared. Really? I swear to God. I looked over. He wasn't in his chair, and I'm looking the other way. And I'm I back. And I didn't even, th- I was like, where'd he go? He was on How do you th- think I would get out how, of the how room? Did, how did you think he walked I past you without seeing I just him? watched these videos of these two magicians that, d- that do a thing and disappear. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, where did he go? And then I look down and I see his hairy butt crack. <laughs> yeah, my crack was hanging out. I was worried that what you were saw What are you doing it. down there? I thought you were going to. Oh, my Jeopardy Jeff computer uh, locked up. Oh. You had to restart it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you scared me. I thought you disappeared. <laughs> you didn't think you did. I was like, oh, what button do I push? I don't know what button to push. You're screwed. I'm screwed. You are. You're, You're right. going to have to keep talking. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, had Ian Bag on earlier. Great, great comedian. You can see him possibly for the first time, maybe, at the Punchline Sacramento, November 10th. It's a 9.45 p.m. show, courtesy of Live Nation. If you would like to go, we got a pair of passes. Start lining up. Need two players. Uh, 916-909-0985. The game is You Don't Know Jeff. Jeopardy Jeff, a five-time, 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 five-time world heavyweight Jeopardy champion of the world, will join the program with his big giant brain, put it up against my brain and Nikki D's brain, who what is working at about 18%. <laughs> it's got a lot of narcotics oh, in the brain. A lot, no, that's that's it could be. You are so pessimistic. Well, I could have said 17%. 
Wow. No. Jesus. I love that's where he goes. Can't give anyone a compliment mm-hmm. these days. I swear to goodness gracious. All right, 916-909-0985. All right, start line up. Need some players. You don't know Jeff or Ian Bag tickets. Here next. Someone's going to get these questions right. And it's not going to be Bailey or Nikki D. You don't seem like a super genius. That's why the game's called You Don't Know Jeff. You Don't Know Jeff. You Don't Know Jeff. A flea? What the? Hey, welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There is Nikki D. There's Nelson Collin on the other side of the glass, and he is the five-time, five-time, five-time world heavyweight Jeopardy champion of the world, snazzy dressing, Mr. Jeopardy Jeff. Good morning. Good morning. Happy November. Happy November. All right. Uh, Ian Bag just had him on the program. He'll be in town at the punchline. Sacramento, this is for the November 10th show, 9.45 p.m., November 10th show, courtesy of Live Nation. Uh, let's see here. Ryan in Sacramento. Good morning, Ryan. Hello. Hello. Which team would you like, Team Bailey D or Team Jeopardy Jeff? I'll try Jeopardy Jeff. What a dick. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, Ryan. laughs> <laughs> right, bro. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, Dave in Sacramento, that means you're stuck with me and Nikki D. Nice. Right. Let's go, Dave. All right, let's go, Dave. Hang on, buddy. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to have to carry us today. I know it. Just by the way, Jeopardy Jeff, Nikki D's on narcotics. She's got a major back injury. And I carried us last week. And she's, But you didn't have all these issues. That's what I'm saying. Again, understand what I'm saying. You're at a disadvantage. You're handicapped this morning. <laughs> you're now hooked on opiates. No, oh, I'm not. <laughs> Don't say that out loud. All right. Uh, why is my call? All right, Nelson, you ready? I am ready. Are you ready? Buzz in sounds. Jeopardy, Jeff. Matt. Nikki D. Faith. Mine is woo. When uh, either myself or Nikki D. Buzz in. That's for one team of Bailey D. And Jeopardy, Jeff stands alone because he's five times, five times, five times, five times, five times world heavyweight Jeopardy champion of the world. All right, you ready? I am running. All right. In the category. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get excited. <laughs> Of geography. Okay. <laughs> That's my jam. That's okay. not mine. This state separates most of Alabama from the Gulf of Mexico. Faith. Whoa. That'd be Jeopardy Jeff. No. Whoa. That would be correct. I knew it. Home state. The largest number of active volcanoes in the U.S. are found in this state's island chain. Faith. That would be Bailey D. Why? Why? Be incorrect. He knew we were going to say that. <laughs> Jeopardy, Jeff. The largest Alaska, and that would be the Aleutian Islands of Alaska. What? It's okay. That was a strong answer. It was. It's not. It, it's okay if it's a strong answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say it with confidence. You good? We did. did. <laughs> In the category of animal names. Mm. This marsupial's name can be spelled with or without an O in front. Woo! And that'd be Bailey D. That is opossum. Opossum? Yeah. Opossum. That's a marsupial? Yeah. Okay. Just quickly move on. Yes, that would be correct. Just don't worry about the chatter afterwards. Just go. No, I knew. I just had to hit my button to make sure I could go back. and. That was a... Mars, super. 
What is Isn't fake? that what he said? Marsupial. Oh, marsupial. Possum and opossum both correctly refer to the Virginia opossum. What you're referring to is what you have when you're not feeling well in the month of March. <laughs> March supal. <laughs> Just follow it, Jeopardy Jeff. This animal has many alternate names, including Puma, Mountain. And that would be Team Bailey D. That would be a, it's a cat. Yeah, it's a that. cat. Yeah, a cat. That would be incorrect. Stop. This animal has many alternate names, Jeopardy Jeff, including Puma, Mountain Lion, and Mrs. Robinson. Oh, uh, Cougar. And that would be correct. I wasn't saying literally a cat. I was saying like a cat in the cat family. We had to figure out which one. And you just went with it. I didn't go with it. it yes, you did. You said cat. As in That's like an a lion, those type of cats. Either Not way, we were cat. wrong. <laughs> I was going to get the jaguar. That, but that wasn't the I answer. Mean, cougar. I was getting the cougar. You, we wouldn't have got it because we didn't get the Miss Robinson. <laughs> I was going to get the jaguar. <laughs> I was going to get to the right wrong answer. Yeah. <laughs> you would just give me a minute. <laughs> Are you just naming cats you know now? In the category of Star Wars. Oh, here we go. In what Star Wars movie was the line, Luke, I am your father? Luke, Dave. And that would be Bailey D. That would be Empire Strikes Back. Final answer? Yes. And that'd be incorrect. Oh, Whoa! Jeopardy Jeff. In I what Star Wars movie was the line, Luke, I am your father delivered? Uh, um, Five, four, um, three, um, two. Um, Revenge of the Sith. I no, it's a Bailey, question. would you like to answer the question again for no None, points? None. That's not the line. The line is, no, I am your, your father. father. What? Oh, <laughs> tricky, <laughs> tricky, Nelson. Dick. Very nice. Opened in 2019, this is Disneyland's all Star Wars area of the park. Faith. Who? Bailey D. Y- yes. Five. You are correct. There, it's, uh... <laughs> To Come on, say something Star Warsy. Star Wars weekend. That's a good Star Wars weekend. Oh, Kyle my. losing his mind in the back. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, do you know the Star Wars area of Disneyland? No, and that would I be <laughs> Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I was gonna say I wouldn't have got it Edge, but I said Galaxy, and it was Galaxy something. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Those actually were very good questions. Thank you. It makes me feel really stupid. I'm sweating. <laughs> That's what happens when I feel stupid? I sweat. We could have. We could have tied it. Yeah. In the category of religion. Oh, that's my job. Joshua fought the battle of this town known as this Jeopardy Jeff. Jericho. That would be Jericho. Jericho. Hey, I knew that. Where you at, none? I wanted to make sure he wasn't tricking us. It's the opiates. <laughs> no, I knew Jericho. Mm-hmm. Jericho also called the city of palm trees. Also a wrestler. Yes. God spoke to Moses in the desert in the form of what? Whoa. That'd be Bailey bush. D. A burning bush. Yeah, burning bush. And that would be correct. Not have accepted bush. Also referred to as crabs. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, what? Yep, he's right. <laughs> in the category of baseball fields. Oh, this is oh, Jeff's shoot. squisher. In 1916, a young bear attended a game in what's now this... That'd be Jeopardy Jeff. Wrigley Field. And that would be correct. Wow, young bear? This ballpark, or a... What do you call it? A young bear. Cub. A cub. Oh. 
Oh, I didn't know we were doing that. This okay. ballpark named for a gum company, Wrigley Field. <sighs> okay. I, was, I, I knew one of the answers would be Wrigley Field. I thought it was going to be a light question, though. He met with success in bringing the National League back to New York City. Matt? Say again. Matt? Jeopardy, Jeff? Uh, Shay? And that would be correct. Who's Shay? I mean, William I know it's the Shay. I know it's the name of the field, but I didn't know. William he, Shay, I think. William all, Shay. Out of all name. the baseball, no, Brooks Robinson, no, Cal Ripken. I said baseball fields was the category. Baseball fields. The fields they played on. They played on <laughs> Met Stadium. Not Brooks Robinson. Shea Stadium. Yeah, you're right. There. I, Come on, my we damn some, question. We got to get it. We got to get back in the game. We got two and Jeff, Jeff has six. Yeah, Let's go. In the category of reality TV, mm-hmm. Bindi Irwin and her partner Derek Huff took home this. Whoa. Dave. Bailey Dean. Dancing, Dancing with, with the, the stars. stars. That would be incorrect. <laughs> Bindi Irwin and her partner Derek Huff took home this trophy in 2021, Jeopardy Jeff. Oh, it's the uh, the disco ball thing. I don't know what and it's that called. Would be incorrect. It's called oh, the, the Mirror, Mirror Ball, ball trophy. trophy. Okay. Mirror Ball Trophy. I knew that. Nope, the trophy has a name. In fact, I could have held you to the new name that they recently renamed it as the Len Goodman Mirror Ball Trophy, so I'll take none of the sass on your face right now. Yep, don't care about anything you just said. All right, what's the next one? <laughs> From Felon to Fiance was the title of an episode of this TV relationship Whoa. show. Uh, uh, Love After Lockup. Love After Lockup. That would be correct. Boom! Jeez. Get some of that. Mm-hmm. In the category of food. Mm, we like that. Although it's named for a person, you can get this type of food poisoning from the fish in its Whoa. name. That would be Bailey D. Salmonella. Yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry, what's the answer? You said Salmonella. Okay. <laughs> and that would be correct. <laughs> I don't care if y'all laugh. Because it's salmonella and salmon, but you say salmon and salmonella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, says, <laughs> she says, yep, sure I do. Problem? <laughs> According to Chicago, this never belongs on a hot dog. Babe. Whoa. That'd be Bailey D. That'd be ketchup. Yep. And that would be correct. Boom, we back in this thing. Yeah. What is it? Six, five. Yep. We got two minutes. In the category... Of safety. <laughs> About the size of a grain of rice, one of these embedded in your pet maximizes Whoa. Bailey Dean. That's Tick. a chip. No, microchip. Oh, it's safety. Chip. Oh, okay. Tick's not safe. Okay. Microchip. And that would be correct. <laughs> Tick. Tick. <laughs> maximizes its chance of being returned if lost. Bullet, 22 caliber. <laughs> <laughs> This emergency alert system is aimed at finding missing... That would be Jeopardy Jeff. Amber Alert. And that would be incorrect. Mm. Hi, you guys. Let's hear the whole question now. This emergency alert system is aimed at finding missing black youth and women aged 12 to 25. Ebony That's- Alert. Woo. You got buzz. Woo, babe. Yeah. Ebony and- Alert. Ebony Alert. And that would be correct. Ooh. Recently created by the uh, state of California. I knew knew it was going to be tricky. I knew it was going to be tricky. In the category of commercials. In 2013, Kmart invited customers to do this with their pants. Boo. Bailey Dean. Ship it. 
Final answer? You want to ship it? Yeah. The, yeah, that there was a it was a dirty commercial. Okay. And yeah, ship it. Ship my pants. That is correct. Very clever Woo! commercial. Good question. Thank you. Better answer. <laughs> This fictional character has been the face of progressives. Ever- That'd be Bailey D by a hair. That is fictional progressive. Hello? No, that's Four, the lizard. Three. That's Gecko. That's Geico. Two, you are correct. One. I need an answer. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Flo. Flo. That would be correct. I mean. <laughs> that's a teamwork. We brainstorm. Relax. <laughs> All right. So, uh, 60 seconds. In the category of animals. Expectant parents were said to be awaiting the arrival. Whoa! A Jeopardy Jeff. Stork. And that would be correct. Oh. Why does he get to buzz in early but knows the answer? That's very smart. <laughs> a person can't change their nature anymore. Jeopardy Jeff. That a leopard can change his spots. And that would be correct. Hey, Jeopardy Jeff! I feel like I'm in some weird, bizarro world right now. The man in the category of the 90s. Oh, that's my Friends gave birth to this infamous haircut. Whoa. Bailey D. That would be Five, the four, Jennifer Aniston haircut. Three. Is that your final yeah. answer? Is it correct? I didn't watch Friends. The name of that haircut, Jeopardy <laughs> Jeff, that Friends gave birth to is called the what? You're asking me a hair question. That is <laughs> nice not, nice not a great idea. The two. The, the Bob, One. I don't know. Would be the Rachel. The Rachel. You are correct. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. Ten seconds. This mostly banned kids fashion accessory was invented by a high school shop teacher. Wow. Five. Five. Bailey D. A trapper keeper. No. No. Final he answer. said a high school accessory. No, he said a high school teacher. Fashion accessory. But oh, fashion. a fashion accessory. I need an answer. Yeah. Um. The Swatch Watch Guard. And that would be incorrect. I mean, I don't know. Jeopardy Jeff, never had one of these. A slap bracelet. Slap oh, bracelet. Oh, I did have one of those. Yeah, some bit. Okay, where are we at? What's the score? We have nine. Jeopardy Jeff has eight. Boom! Wow. Yeah. From behind. Wow. Ryan, you lose. <laughs> but have a good day. Just need to say that. Dave, <laughs> wow. You win. We'll see you. November 10th at the Punchline Sacramento for Ian Bag. all right? Hi, thank you. You are welcome. You hang on the telephone. PunchlineSack.com for tickets, courtesy of Live Nation. Jeopardy Jeff, we love you like a play cousin on my mom's side, but we got to let you go. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, Jeff. Bye, Jeff. Hey! He's angry. I got... I've learned to get off with them quickly. (laughs) So if you're a teacher and you're looking to get fired, let me tell you how to do it. And I will channel these two teachers from the state of Missouri because they have got it down pat. Oh, But I guarantee if you do it here in California, and it's not just for teachers, I think for most jobs, you might be able to get fired if that's what you're looking to do. Tell you that story here in a minute. Hey, we got about an hour and a half until you get rid of us, and we still have yet to play Queen's Fat Bottom Girls for 98 Rock's big fat bribe, which means that $500 is still on the table. So when you hear it, be caller 18 to 916 909 0985. Just giving you a heads up because I'm sure you listening would like to have $500 today. Yes, you would. That'd be nice. I found a quarter in my pocket the other day, and I was very excited about that. (laughs) 
I finally spent my twenty dollars that I found weeks ago. What'd you spend it on? Um, paying when we went to lunch the other day, me and Nelson. You uh, slur that again? We went to lunch the other day, me and Nelson. Oh, okay. so I used it to pay for our drinks and stuff. Oh, okay. So you felt like you weren't picking up the tab, the person that lost their possible last twenty dollars. <laughs> so technically, you stole it from someone in need. <laughs> I didn't steal it. Paid for your food. All right, here's a story of how to lose a job uh, with a bunch of question marks, right? So this out of Missouri, and the odd thing about this story is that it's the same school that, it's a high school, that both of these teachers, one was, I believe, fired, the other resigned, and you have the two characters, one being Brianna Kopage and the other being Megan Gaither. <clears throat> Brianna Kopage uh, had an OnlyFans page. <clears throat> Megan Gaither had one as well. Gaither, who reportedly teaches at the same school in the same department uh, that the other girl, Brianna, did, she was moonlighting as a content creator on OnlyFans. Now, this 31-year-old teacher at St. Clair High School had about 1,500 subscribers, but that actually adds up. I mean, do the math. Even if it's 5 bucks, 10 bucks, that's coming in each and every month for your stuff. So she deactivated her account after uh, she, being Megan Gaither, deactivated her account after Brianna Kopage was caught, <laughs> fearing that she would get fired. So she was like, you know what? I'm in the clear. I'm not going to do what my girl was doing. I'll figure out another way to have a side hustle. This just doesn't end. I enjoy being an educator. I added those words. Uh, she said she lost out of over th- a thousand bucks, but was like, it really doesn't matter. I just don't want to get caught. But when uh, Megan Gaither eventually appeared in one of Brianna Kopage's videos, that's when she was busted. She was only oh, in the they were working together. Yeah, she was. They were in a hotel room, probably doing dirty stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, that's why you go to a hotel room. And that's why she, you have an OnlyFans. But the thing is, is her face wasn't in the video. So well, somebody know it was her, right? Well, here's the question, right? Is if it's so bad, I'm going to give you a couple different arguments here. If it's so bad, first off, you don't pay teachers anywhere near well, what you should pay paid. teachers. Nope. Most right. people don't make enough money to afford to live, especially mm-hmm. now with everything priced up, jacked up, inflation, so on and so forth. So people are looking for side hustles. It is easier now, more easy, or easier now than ever to make extra money with the Internet and just being creative. And we see that, you know, this, this we didn't have these these possibilities 10 years ago. So what's worse this teacher trying to make extra money or the person that was able to spot her in one of these videos without knowing that it's her face because her face wasn't shown. That's what I want to know is how were they able to spot her and then why would you go out of your way to get this woman fired? Like, why are you subscribing to their OnlyFans page? Exactly. You know, because it's not like you just ran across it in your Facebook feed. No, you have to type in the names for OnlyFans. It's not scrolling like Twitter. Mm -mm. She says, I was in like maybe four minutes of the entire thing and definitely did not think this would be a thing that would ruin my entire career. Now, like Copage, Gaither was reportedly been placed on administrative leave from St. Clair's school. Uh, She actually resigned from the school last month. She decided Dang. it's not even worth the, the trouble. The I, I remember in the early 2000s uh, when the, the teacher side hustle was a thing, and this was way before OnlyFans, way before Twitter, and I think even before Facebook, to be honest with you. There was a teacher in South Florida that had bikini pictures on her MySpace page. And I remember actually getting her on my show at the time, 
and they they found them, and they you know they thought they were too risque. Mm-hmm. And so she gets fired. Exactly, because you can wear a bikini to a beach, to a swimming pool, any of those places. Right? Would it, you be fired for for that? Right. You know, so it brings up the question: is you know, like there there is something to be said, especially if you've got conservative views, and I believe there should be some type of conservative view when it comes to an educator, right? Uh-huh. You 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 are teaching a kid, and kids are very internet friendly. I saw. A, a, a six-year-old or maybe even a five-year-old just master an iPad the other day. Oh, yeah. They do it very young. So they, they know how to get on this stuff. So they're, they're I, 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 if my kids were in school, would not want one of their teachers having an OnlyFans page as a parent. But now just as some dude, right? And I'm not into porn. I'm not into mm-hmm. that stuff. So, But just as some dude that tries to look at things uh, in, a, in a very neutral way, pay them more. Like how yeah. are you going to tell them what to do with their side hustle? People should have the uh, companies don't own you, right? They do, they think they do. I was gonna say they right. think they do. They think they do, but they don't. And if 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 you they they want all your attention, they they want you to to dedicate all of your time yes. to said company. Now I understand that, and I don't disagree with that because you should have whatever your primary is. But if you're looking to do other things, whether creatively or for money to survive, you have to find other avenues to do it. Absolutely. And you would think it would be an easy conversation with your employer. Like in this case, she could go and say, hey, look, I've got to make extra money. You're just not paying me enough. This is what I'm doing. (laughs) Obviously, they can't green light that. So now you put kind of like a governor on what you can do for a side hustle. Right. But if you're a good looking woman. That's your thing? You keep your face out of it? You know, you don't brag about it? But do they tell them that up front, though? Like, is there a a, a morality clause or Probably. something when you're a teacher that says you can't do this? Because if it's not and they do it and you fire them, I don't think that's right. If you tell them up front, these are fireable offenses and they do it anyway, then I see that. That's a great question. I don't know what teachers sign. You know, they sign something. They do. But I don't know what they sign. And in that paperwork, if there is a, mor- a morality clause... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming there is like there's most contracts that you sign. I know in this business, there's the, you know, you can't, if you embarrass the company, if you know, the, there's any allegations mm-hmm. of bad, mm-hmm. you know, you're out the door. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, the day and age of companies getting your back and, and, and standing beside you until due process, that's done. There's no such thing as due process. It's, it's unfortunately there is on paper, but in in, in real world, there you know, like if you're accused of something, you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you absolutely. know, and the retraction's six six stories deep. The accusations are top story. Yes, yep. but the retractions are six stories you deep. Never see them weeks mm-hmm. later, right? You know, so these two women out of gigs, never to teach again. Well, they'll probably be able to go to another school, just uh, not I doubt that it. district. You think so? I doubt it. No, no. I think if they moved away and went somewhere else, they probably will be able to teach. But what? What institution is going to pick them up? Someone that doesn't know about it. OnlyFans High. Okay. This is in the news right now. This will be dead in 2.5 seconds, and you won't hear about it But are you going to change your name? Because you don't think they do background checks on teachers? I don't know. I know teachers who have done things wrong and gone to another state and teach. See, here's, here's the other thing, is America loves the comeback story. I agree. You know? Uh, I just saw uh, something in, in the radio trades where uh, a company is giving a podcast to two people that got fired from a network because they were sleeping together and all this other stuff. Nobody likes the guy that plays by the rules. 
you know, you like the, you, you like the, if anything, these two are going to get a reality show. Right. You know, I mean, it's going to be one of those, or a pod, they're going to get a podcast. Yeah, and what <laughs> they did isn't illegal. So it's not like it's following them around criminally do do a criminal background. If anything, it's a reference. Yeah, but the, for the same point that um, someone would be fired or not hired because of something they had on social media, this is no different. Yeah, but They're those n- people aren't out of jobs the rest of their lives. They still get another job. Here, also look at it this way, is everybody's got a little freak in them. Yep. It's whether you decide to tell people or not. Absolutely. You're right. So what's the difference between your freak being quiet and their freak getting paid for it? Mm-hmm. There is no difference. You know what I mean? Like, what makes you better than me? The rules have changed. We don't live in 1955 anymore. Not at all. So that's the argument that could be made as well. Yep. You know, everybody's fake. Nobody tells the truth. Nobody is real. Mm-hmm. Everybody says they are. But they're they, not. And everybody, everybody says they want the truth. But everybody you meet today, you going to work, everybody you to every not not ninety nine percent, a hundred percent of people that you will talk to is a phony baloney mm-hmm. because Agreed. it's an it's an act that you have to put on. Sure, right? It's called playing the game. So right, right, it's playing the game. So these two women are like, well, we're just being real, mm-hmm. like real, real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting paid for it. Too real, <laughs> you know that. But back to your question about finding another job. That's a great question for the audience, especially if you're an educator, you're a teacher. I doubt we'd be able to find somebody like this. Maybe you know somebody that's been fired from a teaching job for fill-in-the-blank reason mm-hmm. and able to find another gig even based off of. Mm-hmm. Look, I know somebody that's got another radio job after he spent six months in jail for attempted murder on his wife and two dogs. Right. Actually, I got him hired. Yeah, I know that person too. <laughs> so it happens. And I was threatened. My job was threatened for him. Because when I was negotiating my contract, because America loves the comeback story, mm-hmm. you know, in our business, it would bring ratings. Right. You know, so. All right. Third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what made an Airbnb scary and Ooh. why a man is going viral during an earthquake. All right. Two big story. Oh, dude, I'm watching this video. This kid dressed up in a Halloween costume. It looks like he's being kidnapped and the parents chasing him. And it's the kid acting. It's hilarious. Oh. Two big stories from today. Get you learned with third round of headlines here in a minute. Hang Stand by for news. Headlines. All right, third round of headlines. Thanks so much to Good Guys Heating and Air. November, new month, new promotions. GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com for a whole slew of them. You like that word? Slew. Yeah, All like right. it. Love it. Go ahead, please, Miss Nikki D. A group of women weren't batting a thousand at this Airbnb H5. We hate them in our homes and barns, but they help keep bugs down, and they're good for nature. We're talking about bats. I got to tell you, that's... <laughs> That's, that was good. that's strong. That's a marsupial. Yeah, that's a mar- <laughs> good grief, Nelson. Is huh? that what you spend your commercial breaks doing? That's a marsupial. Oh my goodness. According to its Airbnb listing, the Castle House in Alpena, Michigan, is an incredible historic home that's bursting with charm. Well, according to a group of women that stayed there for their 50th high school reunion, they said it was more like a horror movie complete with bats, and they are now suing. 
Yeah, well, that's what you get for celebrating your 50th high school reunion. That's a marsupial? What, a bunch of dorks? <laughs> Were there like bats everywhere on the ceiling? They said it was bats in every room flying around. They had to sleep oh. underneath their covers during the last night that they were there. And when the exterminator went into the home, they found like a whole nest. They're called Michigan bats, Michigan brown bats in the attic. They said the attic was filled with urine and bat feces that was oh. stacked up. Yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty nasty. They, they're, one year I was uh, doing some, some work for the now defunct was it Orlando Tuskers? It was a, a football league that mm. they they started, you know, like one of those offset football leagues. And I was doing the broadcast for it at the old Citrus Bowl, which is now Camping World Stadium. And we were up in the, and the place is built like a, a Roman Coliseum. Mm. It was so old and beat up at the time. And we were put into this, you know, crappy little broadcast box. And 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 I'd been going to this place for years because that's where the University of Central Florida used to play their football games at. And to the wall that was to my right, there was a piece of plywood that had been put over something like a hole. You know, Mm -hmm. it was not supposed to be there. And as the broadcast continued, I'd noticed that the plywood would shake. Ooh. And I was like, God, that's a really strong like air conditioning. So I was like, but there, <laughs> it's like there's no air conditioning here. And I turned to somebody and said, well, I go, do you know why this is shaking so bad? And they're like, oh, yeah, that's where the bats fly in and out. Oh, get out of here. He goes, go up to the very top and you'll see them. So I go up to the very, very top and like nobody was up there. They didn't allow anybody up there. And there was bat feces, dead bats, and Ew. bats fly. I mean, it looked like a horror film. That's what them ladies said it looked like. Like they don't, I don't think really hurt you. But it's just creepy. Yes. You know? No, they do hurt you because one of the women is suing because she said one of the bats bit her. No. Bats bite. Yeah, but I don't think they, like, go after you. She said she was bitten. I don't know. And they had to get uh, rabies shots. Now, that'd be what I was worried about. Mm-hmm. The rabies. Or turning into a vampire. Right. That'd be spooky, too. No, that'd mar- be cool. Marsupials. Marsup- That's a marsupial? Mar- <laughs> okay, go ahead a second. She's not laughing anymore. She's not? No. A San Fran man was just trying to enjoy his Doloritas, age six. I learned what an anomaly was because of finding Sorry, him. that's the wrong. That, that was the wrong. That was the wrong button. Oh, uh, well, I was just slamming some Doloritas <laughs> up at Applebee's and uh, with my friends, and it was, a bi- it was a big shake. It was only like probably a couple seconds, but it was really, everyone like stopped talking. Yeah, it, oh. was, it was heavy. It was a big one. Hold on for a second, please. Nelson. Mm-hmm. I understand what you're doing, and I think it's funny sometimes, mm-hmm. but you're taken away from her stories. And, and you the, are, and I work hard on these stories. She does, and the audience needs to be educated, and you can't play the drops all the time. Okay, go ahead. See? I corrected you. Thank you. You're welcome. There's a guy in San Francisco named Steve, but everyone's calling him Dollarita Steve because he was in Applebee's last Friday when we had that earthquake that took place in San Francisco, 3.7, and it shook the city. They actually felt it a lot more in San Francisco than what we did here. But, you know, the news always catches gold with these interviews. And this guy, he looks like somebody back from the 80s. He has this big, thick mustache and big, bushy eyebrows, and he's like, he's just slamming some Dollaritas. And right before the news guy's getting ready to cut him off, he's like, Dollaritas are back. Like, get to Applebee's. So <laughs> <laughs> was just funny, goofy video that's going viral. <laughs> Nobody likes to go to Applebee's by themselves. Best honey mustard in 50 states. I don't know if that makes any sense. It does. It does. Uh, Nikki? Yes? We've got some information for you. We haven't really followed up with your dilemma story with your old friend. 
we my, can call it that. Mind if we uh, dig into that a little bit? We can talk about it. Okay. Now you're very angry with this woman. Yeah, like I'm not discussing her after today. She, okay. she doesn't exist anymore. Well, let's leave that open. No, like, I don't know, let's just open. let's 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 not close any books just yet. But what I'm going to tell you might make you feel good. Okay. I know that you're struggling, trying to find some friends outside the workplace. You've been on findafriend.com slash CA. <laughs> you, see, you go to the streets late at night mm-hmm. asking people, what you doing? Will you be my friend? Will you be my friend? The Teddy Ruxpin the situation? <laughs> well, I got some science for you. Okay. All right. This is about percentage of people that have no close friends. You're going to tell me the signs to find somebody that's not crazy, right? Well, I can do that without paper. But, okay. I mean, this is that's just, I, I just want to help you be a part of a group. Okay. You know, gotcha. so when you walk the streets by yourself, you don't feel like you're alone. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Understood. Kind of. <laughs> kind of? Yeah. All right. Give us a minute here. Hang on. Welcome back to the program. It's the BS. Good morning, maybe, possibly, unless you've been up for a few hours. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Big thanks to Kyle. Still have yet to play the Big Fat Bribe song of the day, which would be Queen's Fat Bottom Girls. So we got an hour left. I told you we'd play it before 10 a.m., so put up with us for another hour. You might win yourself $500. When you do hear that song, be caller 18 to 916-909-0985, and we'd be more than happy to give you what, Nikki? Duckies. Duckies. Duckies, duckies, duckies. Uh, so for those not in the know, let me recap. Go back, retro. Uh, Nikki D, uh, since moving here to beautiful Sacramento, she has been on this search, this voyage, to find a friend. <laughs> Just one. That's all she's looking for. Nelson doesn't count because she works with him, and he's actually a paid friend. Mm-hmm. He's not a paid friend. <laughs> so he, he he has to do all the things friends are supposed to do. <laughs> uh, and then she finally finds one. She's very excited. And uh, I got to meet her. Nelson mm-hmm. tries to sleep with her. And she was very, very sweet, very, very nice. You could tell she was the beta in the in the relationship because she just kind of tagged along. You know, mm-hmm. that was just me. You know, like I can read somebody in sixty seconds. I don't even have to see you. I can just talk to you on the phone. I'll know everything there is to know about you in sixty. It's a it's a blessing and a curse. Let me tell you, it's a blessing and a curse. So I saw this woman, this girl, and she seemed very, very sweet, very nice. Um, and I thought you guys had a a thing. You know, almost to the point where it was pushing you over to the edge a little bit. It was pushing you over to the edge. No, no, no. I mean, like, you guys got closer than just friends. You know, I was like, that's no, how tight, we were you, not that close. tight you guys got. And then all goes to kaputs, mm-hmm. you know, hell in a handbasket, as they say. <laughs> yep. Because you were honest about some food. Exactly. That she made. I mean, there were things before then that was kind of leading up to it, but that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Okay. It was, you know, how did you like my pie? You said it was a little runny, mm-hmm. and she says, how do you say that? Everybody loves my pie. How does, she said how do, I was being rude. You're, you're being rude. Being real. You know, so she could. She did not take constructive criticism. No, not at all. Now, to her credits, and I, again, was not there, but I can only assume you're kind of dry when you say these things. It was through text message, so you don't have to assume I have it in black and white. Okay, well, there you go. You're a little dry. And people know you to be dry when you deliver things like that, so they're going. They're not going to give you the benefit of the doubt of tone. Boom. That's the problem. What, Nelson? That, yes. Hold on for a second. That's the problem when you're an adult trying to make new friends. It's virtually impossible and a waste of your time because they don't know who you are. I, now, that I agree with. Right? You don't. Yes. Like, when my wife and I go out 
and we're around new people. We're not going to change who we are Mm -hmm. because we're around new people. We're going to continue to say the things that we say to each other, which makes people's jaws drop. (laughs) You had an example of that this morning, Bailey. What did you uh, say that your wife was going in costume as last night? Oh, when she, what did she do to me first? I got to, I got to preface it. She said she told you that it wasn't going to be that bad giving candy to oh, older kids. Yeah, she gave me this look, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's nice that you went as a bitch for Halloween. Right. <laughs> and she, we laughed. That's our, that's our relationship. It's not personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, know, you weren't it's... really calling her that. <laughs> no. You know, I mean, you. like if uh, her and I, Sunday nights is a Froyo night for us. I'll say, mm-hmm. all right, come on. It's fat kid night. Mm-hmm. Let's go be fat kids. And then she'll get a little bit extra. I'm like, oh, you're an extra fat kid. You know, if I get a little extra, she'll say, oh, you're an extra fat kid. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what we are. That's what we are. But a lot of people don't get it. And I've noticed, you know, especially certain places in the world, people are just have like zero uh, sense of humor. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the problem with making friends as you get older. They don't know the backstory of who you are. And oh, you, of course. And you can't explain that. You can't sit somebody down and go, you know what? Hey, here's the thing. Here's who I am. And you know, read the book. I've tried to explain to people, though, who I am, why I am the way I am. Because, And I told you, we had just went on a walk the day before. I thought I explained even more about myself a little bit more clearly because she made a comment that uh, she was talking about me to somebody. Why? I don't know. Uh, another red flag. But she's like, yeah, they said that um, you seem quiet or I said that you seem quiet. I'm like, yeah, I, I talk for a living, but when I'm in spaces with people, I'm not trying to be the loudest person in a room. That's not my personality. Right, there you go. And that means you're becoming a professional at what you do because we become kind of recluses yeah. <laughs> after 10 a.m., right? That's just kind of the thing. So, uh, and, and you can't even you can't explain it because even if you do explain it, it doesn't make any sense because they don't believe you. Those are things that you have to mm-hmm. learn in real time. Yeah, I guess so. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, nearly 10%, here's the science, mm-hmm. nearly 10% of us have no close friends. I have close friends, though. I just don't have any here. Right. Well, then let's break it up here. Yeah, I have zero here. Nearly, we'll just like, you know, what's that whole thing in bed? You say yes. everything in bed, right. rather than fortune cookies in yep. bed? This is here. Here. So nearly 10% of us have no close friends here. Here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I can agree with that. that. Yeah. I'm telling you, stop trying. After this, I am going to stop crying. Stop crying. Stop trying. Oh, you've been crying? Because, no, I have not. Oh, I've been really upset, though, job. because I, it broke That's off. It's over with. We're not friends. I made sure that that part was clear. And I also asked her because now she's reaching out to Nelson and some other people we worked. I'm like, listen, leave everybody that you met through me alone. You're annoying at this point. People wow. think you're crazy. Stop texting people. Stop sending a message on social media. Move on with your life and, and what you got going on. I move on with my life and it's no harm, no foul. You know what? She's still reaching out to them as if I didn't say anything. So now I'm angry, but I'm going to control my anger because I know this is just set up and uh, I'm not going to fall into she, it. You're getting in one of those uh, like single. Single well, white female. Well, not, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. You have to change the name, but yeah. <sighs> single crazy female. Yeah. yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So in the stuff that's that she's doing now is crazy. Like she looks crazy. Somebody sends me a message every day, like, "Yep, she's still commenting on all my stuff." I'm like, at this point, all I can advise you to do is block her. I got ten bucks that says Nelson still talks to her all the time. He does, but oh, he does because he I just won ten bucks. He he wants to still try to sleep with her, just be funny or whatever. But I want, I'm waiting for her to bring up the fact that you've blocked her. She's not going to. But I think she will. Oh, now we got another problem. What's the problem? Okay, so here's here's the dynamic. God, I love being a therapist. You're the own ranger. You own Nelson. 
Nelson is your friend because you pay for lunch, right? You pay for everything for him. He appreciates it. I know mm-hmm. he does. I'm sure. Nelson needs friends. He's a needy guy, mm-hmm. right? So he finds this friend of yours. Whoops. Mm. He finds this friend of yours that you now have disowned. But he's like, okay, now's an opportunity for me to actually have my own friend. <laughs> and this is I'm go- looking for this friend. This is going to cause, and he can't fight it. You know he can't fight it. He falls. He he falls pretty easy. Mm-hmm. You know he's like he's a sucker. And so he's going to, and she's going to sleep with him because that's her way Whoa. of getting back at you. She might. And he past her. And he's going to allow it. <laughs> now I would be shocked. If he did that. No, I wouldn't sleep with her now. No, uh, I'd too much crazy out of her. No, you yeah. are. Every, please, somebody mark this day in this segment. <laughs> this will happen. This will come true. He's going to sleep with this girl. I hope he doesn't. Because he's going to justify it in his head like he's going to go, well, maybe it'll bring them closer together. I hope I don't. Or, do you know what? I'm lonely. It's, I should be able to have my own friends. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. You know Maybe she's the one, Trudy 12. Oh, Maybe God. she's the one. No. You know, he, he's going to justify it. She's going to seduce him because she looked like she got that seducer in her. She does. Yeah, she looked like she's tricky. And then that's going to bring, <laughs> I'm going to have problems in the morning here with y'all. No. Because I, when you find out, you're going to go ham on him. I am. Right? Mm-hmm. And I asked you that the other day when we were talking about this first. I said, if he did it, you were like, oh, I'm, I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, now it's gone too far. Now it's showing signs of true, like crazy, and I feel like, I'm being provoked to like act out in some kind of way, and I'm not going to fall for it. Now, I'll tell you this, Nelson. For the sake of the show. I have to. You have to. <laughs> <I understand>. <laughs> <laughs> Everything for the show. Like, I mean, there are hosts in this business that have asked some things of people that they work with, but this is a nice thing to ask. Like, you have to yeah. s- sleep with them. I, I see where you're going. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. This isn't like throwing Because me. now we want to see the reaction from Nikki. You and really she, don't want to see the reaction from Nikki. She's I'm already go. angry. Oh, I know. And I don't want her to be angry at me. She turns green and her clothes fall off. And she gets angry. She's like oh, the hawk. God. Yeah. Incredible I'm, hawk. I'm angry. I'm already angry. I'm already trying to like get my temper down and not like react out of my emotions. The uh, April poll of 5,000 plus U.S. adults released uh, from Pew Research Center. Stinky found that 61% of Americans say having close pals is extremely or very important in order to live a fulfilling life. Mm. Am I the only one that disagrees with this? Yes, you are, because having friends, I mean, I've not had friends ever in my life until right now, to be honest. And it's like when I want to do something or I want to pick up the phone and chat or gossip, that's what women do. We need that. We need a gal pal. We need somebody we can dump our stuff and talk and laugh and whatever. And, yes, I have friends, but now all of my friends are very far away. So to be here with no friends when I sporadically want to get up in the middle of the day and go do something and have nobody to call and say, oh, let's go do this, that sucks. So am I the weirdo that doesn't need any of that? Yes. I'm, I'm not going to call you a weirdo, but yeah, I mean, it's fine. Yes. you know, what do you, what I mean? heard you the first time, Nelson. <laughs> your your microphone is on. Yes. I hear you. I'm talking to Nikki. Yeah, I'm not going to call you a weirdo, yes. but it's it's something that we need. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he says is yes. So why? Okay, yes, man. Oh, yeah. So so why is it weird? 
Because most people need fulfillment outside of their own selves. So maybe that's good for you that you don't need it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. That you are an island. Yes. 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 <laughs> that is that is true. <laughs> uh, maybe if I were single. You know, I guess I can, if I'm looking at it from y'all's perspective, like if I were single and you want to go out, you want to yeah. go to the bars and stuff. Even if I was married, I want girlfriends. I don't want to just be sitting around looking at my husband all day and do everything with him. I don't want to do that. Uh, are you saying that I am not good enough to be around my wife all the time? Mm. Whatever you and your wife do, that's what y'all like to do. I'm saying, as for me, I would not want to do that all day, every day. Yeah. What is that noise in the background? TV's on. Somebody it, changed the channel. Why is uh, Who did that? I don't know. Somebody's playing with our television. See, this is what happens when you have a conversation like this. She's probably here. <laughs> oh, God. No. <laughs> she is probably under this table as we speak oh, with a Chucky knife getting ready to go all cuckoo-cachoo. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out. Be scared. Be afraid. What if she wants to reconcile? There's At this point, there's no reconciliation there's no because there's something else that was done and said oh, and no. repeated that really has me really pissed off. So now it's a matter of I don't trust you, I'll never trust you, and I don't want you in my space. Well, I don't want to get too personal, but what was it? No, she just repeated something that she heard, and no, she he had no business repeating. Word. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. If you could pull that music down and just word for word, that'd be nice. No, I'm not going to do that. I'll wait. Because I don't put everyone's business out in the public, you mm-hmm. know, unlike her. And three, two. One. I know how to keep things private. Mm-hmm. Are you recording? Go ahead. Oh. Yeah, nothing to record here. Yep. Okay. Yep. We're waiting. Nope. You can wait, okay. but I'm not going to put anybody's business out. <laughs> it won't happen. Not what do you for mean? Me. You just spent 15 minutes putting somebody's yeah. business out. No, this is personal. Like, you have to know what you can and cannot say. And there's things about her I have not put out because I'm not that type of person. When I break off a friendship or relationship, I don't go air out people's dirty laundry because we're not friends anymore. That's what cheesy, corny, no good people do. Classless. See, that's what... I don't do that. That's why you don't get new friends because then you give them secrets. Right. DTA, right? Mm-hmm. Don't trust anyone. Yep. And then when it goes south, in which and it they always go will... they their mouth and tell everybody. And then they go tell. But those are the type of people that I... Clearly, clearly stay away from. What'd she tell people about you? It didn't have anything to do with me, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. But it was the fact that she repeated something she heard while around me. So yeah. that means you can't be trusted. You got boy pee-pee. No. She tell people that? Oh, my God. No. No, oh, that'd be horrible. Because you don't. Because you're no, going to show don't. Me, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, it's not alleged. <laughs> this is a fact. You're a marsupial. Oh. <laughs> That's a marsupial? <laughs> what is that below your waist? <laughs> That's a marsupial. Oh, that's what you call it. Oh. Excellent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Nelson. What? I really try to be friends. I'm with waiting you. for her to reach out to me. I think she needs to talk to me. I think I need to talk to her. <laughs> you uh, you don't want that. For? You yeah. don't want and that. She'll be stalking you next. Now, Go right ahead. Give be her my, my guest. Give her my Google Voice number. That's what you do. <laughs> I, I love that trick. You Google want your wife number. in jail, don't you? <laughs> oh my. Oh yeah, because she'll kill her. Yeah, Rachel. She'll cut a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. She's got some mama bear get crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen it. I'm like, you think, you think I'm bad? Oof. Wait till you best with mama bear. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, still got that five hundred dollars to give to you. It's ninety eight rocks big fat bribe for those not in the know. Today's song you are listening for is Queen and Fat Bottom Girls. Got a feeling it might happen sooner than later since ten o'clock is quickly approaching. When you hear it, be caller eighteen one eight eighteen. The 916-909-0985, and we'll give you $500. All right, give us a minute here. Hang on. Show me the money. money. All right. It's 98 Rocks. Big Fat Rock.
It's not a rock. It's the BS. What is your name? Tom. Tom. Where are you calling from, Tom? Uh, I'm calling from work. Yeah. What do you do? Where are you at? Uh, I work for the city of Sacramento. Yeah. That's cool. Do anything cool, important? Uh, yeah. I'm a machinist. Whoa. I work on flood and sewer pumps. Tom cool. the machinist, machinist. everybody. Uh, so, anyway, what can we do for you, Tom? You can please give me 500 bucks. You know what, Tom? That's a valuable lesson to those listening. If you say please, you should get whatever you want. So, you know what? Because you said please, and also because you're color 18 and it was Queen Fat Bottoms Girl, and that's the kind of rules. <laughs> Congratulations, Tom the Machinist. Thank you. You're welcome. $500 <laughs> in your pocket. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. I've heard a lot of thank yous. I was very impressed last night with Halloween. The kids said thank you and happy Halloween. Tom the Machinist. I had no idea this morning I'd wake up and talk to Tom the Machinist and win $500. Mm-hmm. He'd be very polite. He said please and thank you. Yeah. What did you just win, Tom? Uh, 500 bucks. Duckies. Five. He likes to call them duckies. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. There you you go. give me 500 ducks, I can sell them for more than 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom. What are you doing with that money there, Tommy? Uh, Probably going to buy concert tickets. For what show? Uh, Lots of them. Okay. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I got some Creed ones to give away this week. Uh, Ian Bag. It's not a concert, but it's a comedian. But I can't give them to you because you have five. Not nope. your own damn right. ticket, you cheap. See, that's why I wasn't trying to win the Creed tickets because then I can't win the five hundred bucks. I got you. Trying to get everything there is out of it. Yes, he is. He can go to multiple Cheap concerts. Bastard Tom the Machinist. <laughs> All right, Tom. Hey, we do appreciate you listening, my friend. Uh, thank you so much. Congratulations. You won 98 Rocks. Big fat bribe. $500 goes to Tom the Machinist. Hang on the phone, okay? Okay. All right. And we have more opportunities. So when you hear Queens, Fat Bottom Girls, be caller 18 to 916-909-0985. You know, it's very funny with that song. Uh, I've always loved that song. You know, I fell in love with Queen when I think I was in fifth grade. Okay, mm-hmm. fifth or sixth, fifth grade. Yeah, fifth grade. My cousin Glenn got me into Queen. He, he had the greatest hits, those two albums. You know, like the 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 light black or dark purple, yep. and then the the like magenta albums and cassette. I had those, and I always liked that song. I didn't think much of it. Mm-hmm. You know, as time goes on, things change. The world changes. We live in a very nutty world right now with a bunch of whiny people. Uh, Queen actually took it upon themselves as to keep Fat Bottom Girls off of their newest greatest hits album uh, after it being deemed inappropriate for a children's platform. I don't know what the two have together. Mm. I don't know why Queen would be on a child's platform. Uh, it's a six-year-old won't understand the lyrics. They'll just bob their heads, blah, blah, blah. But the thing, and I've always said this about the word fat. <clears throat> like right now, fat, fat butts are a thing. Yes, they are. Right? I mean, yes. like, girls are getting surgery to have uh, big butts. Uh, big butts. Yeah, and Nikki D and I saw, saw one in the wild the other day. Remember Friday? She no. was letting her kid run all over the restaurant. Oh, yes, 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 yes. We Just did. a big, fakest butt you've ever seen in your life. And it's called thick, you know, with the two Cs. Or P-H-A-T. Or yeah, fat. Yeah, fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fat. Oh, little Kim up there. She's fat. Yeah. <laughs> which, stands for, which stands for what? What's that an acronym for? Fat? Mm-hmm. Personally, hello, Astrend. <laughs> that was that's good. That's actually right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Crazy. Don't tell me I don't know my. You're in. You're that's... part of the culture. <laughs> anyway, I've I've always thought it was interesting the because the opposite of fat is thin. skinny. Skinny. You can call a person skinny, mm-hmm. 
and it not be a problem. Now, if they get too skinny, you then do what? You are ask shaming them, them. You ask them what? What's if wrong? If they have a uh, eating disorder. Yeah, or, no, well, I don't think you do that. Well, you're just yeah, like, uh, what's wrong? Are yeah. you sick? Are you sick? No, that, people I know ask straight up, are you you're sick? Do sick. you have a disorder? Like, they ask. But you can't go up to somebody and say, wow, you look fat today. Mm. Isn't that odd? My grandmother does. People people get really <laughs> weird about the adjective fat. Yeah. Right? It's just, it's it, but skinny is okay. Too skinny, not okay. Okay. It's very, very odd. So all things in moderation is what you're saying. Well, no, I'm thinking that it's just not fair to the word fat. If skinny fat. is like the brother. But I know women that are skinny that get upset when people question them. Yeah, Brandy did. She used to be Brandy. very upset about that. She would she would get upset about that. Well, eat something. But you are what you are, right? And you mm-hmm. should claim that. Like, you know, I've got skinny legs. Now, that's not a compliment, right? I mean, it doesn't make me feel good. Let's say that. But it's a fact. Mm-hmm. I've got chicken legs. They will never get any bigger. I look goofy. You know, they look goofy. But I'm not going to hate you because you pointed out a fact. Mm. You know, but then the question comes, well, do you point it out even? I think some things you don't have to point out. Like a person that's fat, they know they're fat. They don't need you to say, hey, you look fat today in that sweater. They, they know it. <laughs> They know that. But if you if that's your thing, like there are men and women that prefer fat people, right? That's mm-hmm. that's what they prefer. I mean, like chubby chasers or whatever yep. you want to call them. Like, I don't make it a joke about it. It's a preference. So, you know, guys will be like, man, that ass is fat, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, there's nothing like who's making these rules? They just like logically, realistically, they make no sense. So you no, no, no. You don't believe that because when I was on Nelson's case a couple weeks ago about him making comments to one of our coworkers. You agree with me that the comments he were making were inappropriate. No one mm. needs you to point these things out. Yeah. Now you're saying you don't know why people can't do that. Okay, so there's two different things going on here. Okay. Okay, I don't remember that conversation, but I'll take your word for it and say you're completely right about mm-hmm. whatever it is we're talking about. There's the real world, and then there's here. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's two totally different things. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, what? I was giving that advice to dodge bullets. Okay. Uh, stay in the foxhole, mm-hmm. right? Use the shield to your advantage. Take it. To, don't you don't want to go out in, in, in that? I'm just talking in overall in general. He did have a fat ass though. Yeah, but he didn't oh, need you to right. tell him that. Yeah, right. You know what? You say that, and and then um, after yeah. the fact, he uh, added me on Instagram still, so he must not have been too oh, feeling please. some kind of way about it. Nobody needs you to, to point out the obvious. God, how did you remember that? I just, I, like, I just now that he said I that, do, I was like, oh, yeah. We did a whole it. intervention with him on yeah, air. Because I, I used to call him Thickness. I remember that conversation. I said, what up, Thickness? <laughs> and then he go, what's up, Nelson? He was always happy because I was supporting him. But see, it could be a catch-2020. Exactly. because It's very well be a catch-2020. <laughs> because Nelson is 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 a fat dude. Uh-huh. You know, he's a big, and I say that with much. I'm fat. It's fine. I'm factual, fat. You know. <laughs> fat. Did you say factual? I hope he did. Factual. <laughs> If he didn't, I hope he did. It sounded like he did. I mean, there's truth and fat, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> fat and fiction. Right. Fat and fiction. There it is. Yeah. There you go. You know, watch the movie, Fat and Furious. <laughs> it's, but, well, that's really good. Why am I not he had to stop and write that down. <laughs> so he can get away with saying things like that. Because right? he is that. Yeah. But, but then there's that. But then there's the... 
uh, the catch twenty twenty, uh-huh. right? It's that a catch twenty twenty. Men and women have to talk to each other differently, Absolutely. even though yeah. we're all the same, right? We should mm-hmm. all be doing the same things and making the same money and playing the same sports and mm-hmm. sharing the same toilets, and we're all the same. No, we, but you're all over the place now. It's, it's changed. You can't do it with fat. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I'm not all over the place. There's actually a common thread to my my point, which makes a lot of sense. There's some people who you can say certain things to and some people that you can't, and that's just how it is across the board. Nice. You can't tell a woman that she's fat or she looks fat in that dress. I don't care who you are, and I don't care if you're fat. You can't say that. Well, then don't ask. That You and that's can what never agree with to. her either. Yeah. That's what it boils down to is don't ask because nobody really wants the truth. Right. Do I look fat in this dress? Actually, you do. Aren't you glad I told you before you left the house? No. Uh, obviously not. Now you're upset with me. No, you just want because the when they that ask you want. that, that was question, hypothetical. People, by you the know way. what I'm saying? They just want you to give them reassurance because they already feel that way themselves. They're asking you to do something that I don't do. What's that? And that is lie under the Lord. Oh, please! You lie all the time. I, not under the Lord. I move. <laughs> what? I know where he's at. <laughs> he's sitting on a cloud. So you move from under the Lord when you lie, and then you get back anytime under there I lie, you're telling the truth. You'll notice this. Anytime I lie, look up. It's clear skies. I'm not under <laughs> a cloud because God sits on. Clouds. Is that is that a fat? That's factual. <laughs> Can't say I don't make sense. You don't. I didn't get to this. That's all right. I'll get to it another yeah, day. Yeah, we use it. I'll get to it tomorrow. That's as they say in the biz, evergreen. Evergreen. Mm-hmm. It's organic. Free yeah. flowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the big word. Free, Free flowing. Right. It's living. It's living. That's the word. <laughs> it's living. That's what you Fourth and final round of headlines from Miss Nikki D. I'm going to tell you what was sold with the house and what famous car is being auctioned off. Oh, this house store is really, really good, by the way. And it's local. Really, really like this. Hopefully, I'll get to talk about it. You, you know, what? you guys be hijacking my segments. <laughs> wow. We'll see. We'll my, see. Here it is. My, I, I worked with a guy at my, uh-huh. me, my yeah. segment. Yeah. Me. Yeah. All right. I forgot I wasn't thinking. Fourth and final round of headlines. Two big stories from today. We'll get you that here in just a minute. Hang on. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Best segments of the show. Fourth and final round of headlines. <laughs> two big stories from today. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. 530-GOOD-AIR. Check out their November promotions. GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. Go ahead. Would you buy a house you couldn't see beforehand? H7. Well, how bad is the housing market in California? One and a half million dollars in San Jose gets you a house with an actual meth lab inside. Yeah, recently a house went on a market in California. It's $1.55 million that this house is going for, and there was a meth lab inside the home. Now, the caveat to that is if you want to purchase this home because there was a meth lab in it, you cannot walk inside of the house at all whatsoever. You have to blindly buy this house. Then you can go inside and figure out how to clean up all the mess that this lab has left behind. So I think this house is going to be sitting on the market for a while. And and you're thinking probably what I'm thinking. $1.5 million house is going to be pretty nice and livable minus the meth lab. It's in a nice neighborhood. But it's all boarded up. Mm-hmm. Like the way, I mean, it, it's... It's it's a it's a night. I think you're paying more for probably the area and the land. Yes, than you are the is. actual the house. Well, which, yeah, I'd be interested to see what the other properties in the immediate area go for. I'm guessing they're probably four and five million dollar homes. My my mother purchased a house years ago. It was out in the, the sticks, and I was so mad that she did it. And 
It's funny because now I want to do the same thing. But uh, when she did, so she, I go and see the house for the first time. She'd already purchased it. I was in college at the time. And she's walking me through. And she's like, oh, my God, you got to see this attic. It's so weird. I was like, I think they were a photographer or, or, or they were a gardener or something. And it was a, a weed lab. Oh, Whoa. God. Because they had all the big grow lab. lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a grow lab. And they had thousands of dollars. I mean, this was in the 90s. They had thousands of dollars of equipment. You know, they had the big lights. They had mm-hmm. the, the um, trays. You know, yep. and all that stuff. And uh, I was like, Mom, this is for growing marijuana. Jace, that's not true. They're not growing marijuana. Like, Mom, that's, that's yeah. what this is. They're, they're not photographers. This is not a dark room. There's a window literally ah. right there. This is exactly. not a dark room. She's like, oh, that's horrible. They're growing marijuana. Well, well, more, Mom. This guy said the reason why he was uh, turned it into a meth lab is because he had to replace his Adderall with meth because it was of the Adderall shortage. So that's sure. what he told the police. Sure. <laughs> I didn't know there was an Adderall shortage. There is. Sure. Oh, isn't that what you take? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why he started a meth lab in yeah, his well, apartment. Yeah, that's why he started a meth lab. Yeah. <laughs> he he no, and his I neighbors didn't. he and his neighbors made a hole in the wall. Actually, the hole's already there. They yeah. just cross over and they share the, the right. two apartments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Second story. You may want to save your coins for this upcoming auction. H-H. Team at Curated believes that the Countach is a legendary car in itself, but they said this specific one is historic because of the role it played in Wolf of Wall Street and how big that movie became. The one and only Lamborghini that Leonardo DiCaprio drove in a 2013 hit movie, The Wolf of Wall Street, is going up for sale. If you want to get in on this, it's going to start at $1.5 million and could go up to even as much as $2 million. Isn't that the one he crashed? Yeah, supposedly. Yeah, but they had two cars <laughs> yeah. on. Okay, they had two cars on the set of the movie. So okay. the one that was totally mangled and crashed right. up, that one is not the one they're selling. They had a second car that they used as well for the other scenes. Now it's got a few little dinks and dents and stuff like that in it, and they're selling it as is. But it's not the one that was totally crashed and crushed. I mean, like uh, of the two of them, I think I would want the crunched up. That's one. That's what I was going to say. Is like if I had that cash to throw around, I would want the crunched up one. Yeah. Because it's more noticeable. Yes. Versus that. Now, the cool, not interested either way, really, but yeah. if you had to pick a Lamborghini from a movie or television show, what is the most famous Lamborghini you can think of? Did the Knight Rider guy have a Lamborghini? No, no it was a Trans Am. Trans Am. Oh, darn. And I'll give you a clue. Yeah. You'll get to pick between two different colors because there were. Oh, I'm you got to go. I'm with- sorry. No, I'm sorry. It was a Ferrari. Was it a Ferrari? Yeah. I think the You're going to want to hold on to that one. That's a keeper. The second one was a Lamborghini. The first one was a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. That's so, what the IOU. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think you're talking about Dumb and Dumber. No. Oh, that's a good one, though. Uh-huh. I didn't think about that one. You're going to want to hold on to that one. Yeah. That's a Ferrari. That's a, that's a big one. $250,000 IOU. I'm thinking of Miami Vice. Oh, yeah. So they originally had the black Ferrari. Yep. The convertible. Mm-hmm. And then when it got blown up, they got the white Testarossa. Yep. So that that's the one I want. I want the black Ferrari. That that's a sweet car. You could probably get a heck of a deal on that one because that's got some years on it. <laughs> yeah. If I had a Ferrari, I would always want the candy apple red one. Yeah, that's well. People then, see it coming and they know that's what you have. So most popular Ferrari is it the black one from Miami Vice or is it the red one from Barbie? No, please. <laughs> Which movie's got a red Ferrari in it? Magnum P.I. Oh, yeah. Magnum P.I. Gotta, go Gotta go with old Magnum. Gotta go with old Magnum on yeah, that. Yeah, Magnum P.I. Gotta P- go with Magnum. He had probably the most fame. That'd be a fun conversation. People mm-hmm. probably get into that. We can talk about that tomorrow. Maybe. All right. You got anything on the text machine? I do. All right. Well, if you got it. Jesus. That was loud. Joseph. That was louder than I meant for it to be. 
Uh, last minute calls, comments, concerns, or any last minute comments on the text machine. Same number, 916-909-0985. We'll get to that. We'll get to you. Roll some credits. Remind you about Queen and $500. And we'll get out for a Wednesday here in a minute. Oh! As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, Nikki D. There's Nelson Flyer. And big thanks to Kyle. Mm-hmm. I'm not changing it. Yeah, I don't know you why. definitely should change it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm in your phone as Nelson Flyer. Because that's your last name. It is not my last We've name. We've had this conversation. I have one name, just like Cher. <laughs> like <Sting>. Cher. <laughs> I met you 15 years ago in Miami, Florida. Yes. We became friends. Mm-hmm. We've talked over those 15 years numerous times. And always as Nelson Flyer. Always as Nelson Flyer. It's, I mean, it's always, I mean, I don't call, hey, Nelson Flyer, how you doing? Oh, but it's no. always been in my phone. So, Nikki, there's no reason, like, I'm not making this up. Uh-huh. It's not a bit. It's not <laughs> the a last ra- name is Flyer. It's not a radio zing zing. It's when I met Nelson, I said, hey, I'm going to put your name in my phone. What's your last name? He says Flyer. Are you sure that's what he said, though? Like, his last name is Nelson. Nelson and Flyer don't even sound similar. Flyer is not a, a last name. It's not a name. Or radio. That flyer. Even for radio. No, radio Flyer. That was a thing. Those Isn't little that... red wagons. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that Radio Flyer? Is it Radio Flyer? Radio Flyer. Yeah. Why, why, why would I make this up? Because sometimes you do things quickly and you don't really pay a lot of attention to what people are saying to you, especially when you're not really interested. So he may have wow. been telling you his name, but you were looking at the girl at the bar like, oh, man, she's hot. Maybe I want to go talk to her. Oh, what did he say his name was? I think he said Flyer. Oh, flyer. Put Here it goes. in there. Oh, in those days. Yeah, those days maybe. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think. Yeah, I still, because I met him during Big Daddy Bang Bang days. Right. I just, I think you were not interested in whatever he was talking about. That was, that was such a good trip. Mm -hmm. You know, like there were so many good memories. I remember, um, was it Neil Sean, right? From Journey. Yes. Coming to drink with us. Mm -hmm. And we had the scoop because he was, remember the whole thing about him uh, cheating on his wife or whatever with the, the blonde. From like a Real Housewives of something. Real Housewives didn't exist at the time. Oh, right. She was married to the guy, and they had the gimmick of breaking into White House events. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. She had just become like viral, as it were, if you could be viral in 2000. And so we were, were, you know, we're drinking in the lobby of the Fountain Blue, Mm -hmm. and they just walk in, and they start hanging out with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, but that's like one. That's one of the stories I had with Nelson Flyer at the time. Nelson Flyer, <laughs> did you? You couldn't have ever called him Flyer, or he would have known you had his name no. wrong. No, I was like, well, let's let's connect on on the on the telephones, and okay. I was like, give me your last name, or share your contact, bump my phone, <laughs> no, or whatever we did. I just didn't they didn't make... have that back then. No, I don't think they did. Also, the first thing he said to me when he met me was, "Oh, you're an extra fat kid." <laughs> That's what he said. I did not. Say oh that. my goodness! I did not say that. And then he said, "Ah, he tuna's not me," which I didn't understand what that mm. meant. Uh, Dennis Hoff. Yeah, R.I.P. Yes, the legend Dennis Hoff was there. You know, I finally, after all these years, when we were coming back from uh, Tahoe a couple weeks ago, we ended up going eighty through Truckee, you know, around Reno. Through you Truckee, see it? And we pass by. Oh, that's so cool. And all these years, Dennis Hoff, just like every other person in radio, he wants you to come and broadcast from the Bunny Ranch. Uh-huh. And, you know, we tried and we tried and it never happened and it never happened. You know, Fox News was out there, but we couldn't get out there. Right. You know, 
And so uh, I passed by and I was like, God, after all these years, you know, not that I'd ever partake. That's not my thing. But, you know, after all these years, I'm never not. making it while Dennis, Dennis Hoff was the owner of the, the world famous Bunny Ranch. Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 the broth- cat house from HD- Nevada. HBO. Yeah. yeah. The brothel, call it whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And I used to do a, a bit with Dennis every week or so where and this was kind of pre, you know, no Zoom, exa- but it was pre webcam. It was cool. Mm-hmm. But. So I'd have him on, he and uh, Air, uh, Air Force Amy. Air Force Amy. And she would read fan mail from her bed. Wow. And and they would still be in bed and they'd be, you know, it's, those are the They days. would eat up Zoom. That, they would be all over Zoom right now with different shows. The, I know it. It was radio different back then, but he was such a good, legit dude. Mm-hmm. And then he passes away just out of nowhere. Right. Was well, he young? I, no. Okay. Well, and he was, he was overweight. He wasn't, well, not much. I mean, he was he was in pretty good shape, and he had sex like eight times a day. Maybe that's the reason. Could be too much. And of course, the conspiracy is is you know was he taken out because he ruffled a lot of feathers, right? You know, during that there's also that political thing that he didn't want to. But you know, that's when he marked out for Chris Kirkpatrick. Yep, that was the same year. Mm-hmm. I had my little friend with me. Mm-hmm. You know, Eric. I have him saved in my phone as Eric the Midget in sync Midget. Yeah, my little friend Eric. <laughs> Oh my! God. It was a good time. Yeah. So Nelson Flyer. Nelson Flyer. Good you're not going to change. Nelson, Nelson didn't mark out for Chris Kirkpatrick. I said, drunk. Oh, Chris Kirkpatrick, you're more famous than I am. <laughs> Way to beat. For that, now. And that was the also the year where you fell in love with me because I paid forty dollars for. A oh drink my god! For it's it. the most expensive Morgan and Coke I've ever seen in my life. You'll never forget that for the rest of his no, life. No. Text message, real quick. Text machine. Official analytics report, Nick E.D. is our girl. I don't know if they're trying to make fun of me or what, but all right. Longest five words ever. Uh, Bailey, you have your family as friends. Guess that means you don't need anybody else. Mm. In you Giz's opinion, what, wait, in your what? Maybe you're trying to say guys. In 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 your guy's opinion. This is painful. All right. What would you have to say is the most famous car from any movie personally? I would say the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Absolutely. Or the yellow Camaro with the black stripes from Transformers. No. No. That's blasphemy because Bumblebee was a VW bug and should have yes. never been a Camaro. Yes. You need to slap that yourself in the face product placement. Yes, absolutely. Hi, my name is Ted, but I think you guys are forgetting a few great movies and you're kind of young. But what about Cannonball Run movies? Yep. They had oh, bad cars. Yeah. All right, we'll wait for tomorrow. We'll do this tomorrow. We'll do this tomorrow. We'll do this tomorrow. You got anything before we get out and you go rest your back? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to rest my back. That's right, it. There you go. Nelson? That's a marsupial. <laughs> I All love right. the look. I wish you could see the look she gives me. Uh, I can uh, just see her eyeball over the, the monitor. 98 Rocks Big Fat Bribe Queens, Fat Bottom Girls. That is the song of the day. Pay attention. It'll happen again, and when it does, be caller 18 to 916-909-0985. Win yourself $500 at a winner earlier this morning. We'll have a winner tomorrow morning. Lots of money to give to you. Look, have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. Give us a like, share, follow on social at Listen to the BS. Give us a follow on uh, YouTube at The Bailey Show. Our BS Uncensored podcast is released today, every Wednesday. It's a good one with Desmond Child. If you want to know the real story behind Living on a Prayer Bon Jovi, who Tommy and Gina really are, you got to listen to the podcast because Tommy's not actually Tommy. Mm-hmm. It's Johnny. Yeah. You got to listen. All right. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. Talk to you tomorrow. Have That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listen.